0: What episode are we recording? 16. 16. 16. We are recording this out of order. We've already recorded 17. I don't know if you can see that, but, like, I I have all of the ones with titles, like, are just ones that are, like, waiting for...
1: Oh, they need a a number assigned. Literally. Well, there's ones with, um, that are my, because my titles are numbers, and then if you click the document, the heading is the whatever it is. Some of them are just just titles and then there are um ones that are called like mm
0: potential episode and that's in your personal doc yeah. you can't open the morbid and mundane doc yet you can't after these two days but i definitely accidentally wrote one <laughs> under the wrong email so just don't open that and read the titles of any docs <laughs> just share it with yourself and delete it from the that was a lot of work i'm just going to tell you not to look <laughs> oh okay it's easier You just have to wait till either later today or tomorrow and we get to it. You know what I remembered yesterday? Is we definitely
1: have not been updating um, the the Google Drive with, like, the episode pictures. No, I know. I was
0: thinking about that. We're, like, ten episodes behind at this point. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Because my laptop broke and then I got out of the habit of it. Yeah. And I haven't jumped back into the habit of it. I was thinking about that the other night. And I was like, I had to do that. And I woke up in the morning and didn't remember. And didn't remember me how are you? Good. I saw you four days ago. Yeah, this is probably the closest we've done these back to back. Yeah, Cause I would say because it, it, I think that we we came during school. It was it was every other week. Mm-hmm. We so were doing it. Two So weeks. this is definitely by far. Saw you four days ago, but a lot can happen in four days. We did a group reading of Home <laughs> <truck>. <laughs> for six hours. <laughs> Like, not joking. We sat there on the couch six hours eating corn dogs and (laughs) drinking whatever, like, soda we could find and just read Homestuck out loud. We got to pick characters. No, literally. I was going to
1: say it was a popcorn reading situation. (laughs) Like, we were definitely, like, trading characters. At one point, yeah, we got confused but just went with it. No, because it was, like, two of them. The way my brain was like, oh, Emily by default is Dave. Yeah, because you've been Dave since we were since children. Since we read it, and I've been Rose since so we, we had were to children. Always
0: read those, right?
1: And then John and Jade, they're expendable. We switched them.
0: <laughs> anyone can read John. Anyone could read Jade. Anyone. Dave can read- has to be read by me, and Rose has to be read by you.
1: And then, um, you read Nana Sprite. Oh, that was fun. You read Nana.
0: We were, we were going back and forth on the rose, uh, yeah. the Rose's update throughout it, too. Oh, yeah. Guys, we made it pretty
1: far. No, literally, we <laughs> we almost finished Act 2. Yeah. We read all of Act 1. Yeah,
0: and almost done Act 2.
1: Yeah, we were about halfway through, because all we had to get, well, more than halfway. We were
0: really close to the end of Act 2.
1: Well, we hadn't gotten to, we got to the part where John fell asleep, which means that Dave hasn't started Spurb yet, and neither has Jade. So, yeah, about a half
0: yeah, but we were we ended on the video that Dave was, like, kind of getting his shit mm-hmm. together.
1: I can't believe we did that. No, I'm glad we did. Right. And, like, it was, like, an ordeal. Yeah. It was an And
0: we... Because we're not... And I know because I read ahead a little bit. Because now same. I'm stuck. So I, I got into, like, a tiny bit into Act 3. That's more than reading a little bit ahead. I read a little bit ahead. Let's I was doing DoorDash and I was just like... Well now,
1: the question is, am I going to catch up to you, or are we going to continue reading from our previous spot? I say we continue reading from wherever you got to. Okay, so three pages forward. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I was reading it at work, which meant that I couldn't watch the videos, so I got to the next video, which is John
0: wakes up. It's a lot of videos start happening. Yeah,
1: which is good. We should also probably uh, say that we were reading this on a TV
0: Oh yeah, this wasn't we were crouched around with yeah, the no. phone. We, we we mirrored it onto the TV. <laughs> and read it popcorn reading style.
1: There were other people in the room who have never read Homestuck and had no interest
0: in reading Homestuck. And were judging us. Oh
1: yeah, for sure. Because Homestuck is fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. <laughs> Retrieve your arms from the magic chest.
0: The story is really cool. Just don't get into it. It's Fandom,
1: a mess. Oh yeah, for sure. And it's everything is going through a renaissance right now like twilight got a renaissance harry potter never really like died off but like things that popular fandoms from middle school are all like resurging in full force
0: now we ran out of stuff to do in COVID times and
1: also i think it has something to do with the fact that
0: well, it went past it so fast
1: and there's nothing original anymore like that sounds shitty and it sounds like i'm being pretentious but like we're everything kind of at a standstill
0: because we're on the brink of a, a technological renaissance. Yeah. Everything in media is kind of at a repeating itself.
1: Everything is like a remake of an old movie or a sequel. Oh,
0: especially with Disney right now. Oh, yeah.
1: For, Disney's the uh, the perfect example. It's like, why are we on the Fast and the Furious 12? Because <laughs> like, he needs his family, all right? <laughs> everything is a remake or a sequel or it's like adaptations, like, like a live-action Winx Club.
0: Yeah, what why did
1: we need that?
0: I'm just gonna rewatch the old one.
1: And especially because they made it bad.
0: Yeah. And you lose the, the effect of the nostalgia of it. Right. They're selling points nostalgia, but when if you get too removed from the, the original art, it, it no longer invokes nostalgia. Did you see I that didn't the, need the the live act. I wanted my two D animation back.
1: I know we've talked a little bit about the Avatar remake. Not on the podcast, but like just Here. as a person. Did you see what they've announced about the characters? And then it's going to be, like, high school? Bad. No, it's in a high school. Bully it's them. In a high school, Aang is no longer 112. He's straight up 12. And the whole concept is he's a he's a new kid in school, and he needs to understand his magical powers.
0: Oh, yeah, and it's not – it's, like, it's magic and not bending. Yeah, and, and that,
1: Katara – it's Katara's Native American. It's, like, don't get me wrong. I, I love representation, but she she's – she's Inuit. She – why are you why are you taking different that representation, representation and – No, like – why not just represent her as an Inuit woman? Like, she also, her um, her mom wasn't kidnapped by the Fire Nation. She died from, quote, like, supernatural causes. Like, it sounds like they're making... A new thing. It's a, it's just a different show at Sky this point. High. No, it literally sounds like Sky High. In a different font. But Sky High, the problem with that was fucking...
0: Sky High was great. Sky High's a beautiful movie, and if you think anything else... Have you are you, wrong. Have you seen that um, that TikTok
1: that's like, who was that character who had, like, severe, like, who was abused by his dad? And his dad was kind of, like, the villain of the show. And, like, his whole thing was that he was abused by his dad. So he was reconnecting. And he, he gets to be friends with the girl whose, like, whole thing is, like, life and representation of life. And he starts to be friends with the good guys. And his whole powers are, like, fire-based. And he, he goes from, like, trying to honor his father to dishonoring his father. It's, like, a whole thing. And the person goes, um, oh, you're talking about Zuko from Avatar. And the guy goes, "Well, you're right, but I was actually talking about War and Peace from Sky High, (laughs) and the fact that that has happened twice—it perfectly. I'd have two nickels, (laughs) which isn't a lot, but (laughs) the fact that it happened twice is a little weird. Oh no! The fact that his name—I didn't even get it until I was older—but the fact that his name is Warren
0: Peace, I just got it. I didn't get that at all, I was like, oh, cool <laughs> His name
1: Dude, that's so fucking Clever The yeah, fact that we missed out on a Sky High
0: Franchise is a problem yeah. Why aren't they remaking Sky High? <laughs> Literally
1: Because they can't
0: th- They can't beat the original I'm That's why, the they're scared I'm tired of it, I'm tired of the remakes
1: and unless We say that, but
0: we definitely watched Monster High <laughs> I was about to say, unless <laughs> it's
1: the Monster High remake I don't want it <laughs> I want Monster High. We also, mm, it makes me nervous. Well, Nickelodeon's doing it, it's not Disney.
0: Yeah, Nickelodeon is doing the Monster High remake. And the live-action musical thing has had people that, I forget what musicals they worked on, but they worked on musicals that went well. Mm -hmm. So, um, and then the Nickelodeon is partnered with the the, the toys. Like, they're they're staying true to the.
1: Which is good. Because, like, I remember Ever After High was its own thing. And when it got not canceled, well, I think it did, didn't it?
0: I, mean, also, I didn't watch. Ever. I didn't watch
1: ever after High either. But the, the it became Descendants.
0: Oh. Yeah,
1: like some of the characters oh, are some literally th- the same.
0: I, I think that's what's gonna happen with this one. It's gonna be a Descendants esque. Right, which I'm okay with. Like, but it's I a wanted, little bit. It's Nickelodeon, not Disney. And
1: it's also. Oh well, Descendants was a musical.
0: Yeah. But it's gonna be something like that
1: i can't wait for, for the second one because the sequels are always the best <laughs> i mean they're not but like descendants 2 far better than descendants 1 high school musical 2 far better than high school musical 1 cheetah girls 2 far better than high uh, than cheetah girls you know what i mean it's <laughs> i thought you were just
0: gonna compare them all to high, high school. <laughs> school musical
1: <laughs> everything is high school musical that movie defined my childhood <laughs>
0: <laughs> my, my friend on Snapchat the other day, it was her, she was with, I think, her her nieces, and it flips to the TV, and she's, like, making sure these babies are cultured, and they're watching all of the high school musicals. They
1: literally, like, High School Musical 2. Raised me. Was a cultural reset. <laughs> like, I cannot emphasize enough that that movie, like, I still think about that movie. Do
0: you remember reenacting some of the scenes with the littlest pet shop toys in my room? I do do and the fact that you said that on our podcast and i am gonna leave it in as a problem (laughs) oh yeah i'm here to bully myself we were terrible (laughs) (laughs) think of the worst like annoying kids in middle school we like well at this point we watched high school musical and then kind of gotten into the the monster high stuff and then we were homestuck kids no we were (laughs) just and then weebs at some point in there I think the weebs and the homestuck kind of mixed together. We were also, like, vocal. The cringiest kid you could think of in middle school. We hit every box. Ex- but, no. but now we're, we're cooler. are cooler. None promise. of us wore tails to school. None of us did that. None Nothing wrong with that. it. Not our cup of tea, but... None
1: of us did that. I never... I never wore cosplay to school.
0: I never... I don't think I did. When would I have? Oh, you'd be surprised there was definitely no i was trying to like think if i ever did for like um oh, like halloween like or something, or something like no but i don't think i ever did anything
1: i did cosplay-ish. actively participate in spirit
0: week i did oh 100 i was here for all the weird but, stuff we did yeah
1: have you seen that trend on tiktok and i i think you <gasps> should do i did it. do
0: a cosplay to school but it was like cartoon day so me and oh, ashley were count. dipper and mabel that doesn't count yeah so it's that's like the closest week. i've gotten because for- like i
1: definitely dressed up as captain hook or like a gender bend
0: captain hook situation for yeah but it's okay because everyone in disney school did <laughs> no like literally let's just
1: say we all did it um but have you seen that trend on tiktok where it's people are aged now it's like show me which pet shops were like the quirky new girl who had a lot of potential i almost pulled
0: on my pet shops to do it no
1: you definitely should do that trend because it's so fucking funny but you should add like an extra at the end it was like this is the one that was trying to take over the world yeah a a disclaimer these were the Um, high school musical cast no like literally we had (laughs) we casted our fucking pet shops Oh yeah, no, they were all like I had the typecasted. whole cast of Wizards of Waverly Place. Oh <gasps> no, I remember and that. And you had <laughs> Malcolm in the middle for some reason, and they interacted with each other. Yeah, like, the universe
0: is m- we
1: created <laughs> a canon, crossover episode. <laughs> <laughs> everything we did was a crossover
0: episode. And then we and then we like matured into doing the same thing with Legos. I was about to
1: say that that was um, we evolved when the pet shop table turned into a Lego table. Yeah. <laughs> we it was the, the we all had Lego OCs yeah we were terrible <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yeah we each
0: had our own character and they had their own house yeah we like had a joint house at one point
1: we built like a
0: a like a. A like castle. a community center or yeah. something. Like we had a treasury, but it was a community. We were communists. No, like literally, <laughs> we were and, just you know, li- and that's why I'm a communist. <laughs> um. Because I played Legos and nobody could pick who got the gold pieces, so we just shared them. I believe. And then that. the plot every day was someone was stealing from the treasury. Oh no! Like because we all wanted the shiny gold pieces. And also, I decorated that treasury
1: so fucking immaculately. Yeah, like <laughs> no. We, we
0: like. I remember it was hours of rebuilding the <laughs> treasury. The. <laughs> yeah. The, a dining hall we were just communists. no
1: literally <laughs> the new lego sets every time i'm building because i still actively build harry potter legos every time i build a new set i get like war flashbacks whenever i find like one of the little diamond pieces oh i'm like oh this the has Treasury. to go somewhere safe <laughs> 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 it's like, like the Treasury. It's a fucking piece of plastic it's that i'm gonna just, vacuum
0: up and it's days. just shiny I, I am, am going goblin. to buy that dinosaur Lego set. I think I've told you this before, but I'm going to share it with the podcast,
1: that John, it was we've mentioned him on the podcast before, when John DM'd uh, the meta campaign. Did mm-hmm. I tell you about that?
0: I've heard about the meta
1: campaign. John DM'd a campaign where we sat around the table, uh, he's D&D monetized for everyone on Twitter, nope, TikTok. Well, maybe Twitter. I don't follow anyone on Twitter. (laughs) But but definitely TikTok. (laughs) But definitely TikTok. And he also streams on Twitch. He's a very cool guy. I've been friends with him since... That's the three Ts of social media. middle school. He's awesome. Um, He DM'd a campaign for us once where we sat down at the table and we all played ourselves and John had been missing for six months
0: that's so fun and yeah, we were you like told me about what the one. fuck
1: <clears throat> and through a series of unfortunate events we got transported into our dnd world and turned into like different races and classes and like we all got assigned a race in a class like as if it were you know whatever and the gag was that you weren't allowed to assign anything for yourself because you know i think i'm the smartest person on the face of the earth but everybody else might look at me and see a dumb bitch <laughs> <laughs> so we went around the table one by one i was like what do you think blake's Class, race would be, and we were like, "Oh, Blake is definitely like a half-orc situation, barbarian kind of character. This person's definitely more like wizard, scholarly, warlock situation. This guy is definitely this like Lucille was an elf." They get to me, like there was no debate, not a second of hesitation. The only hesitation was like what stats we were gonna use. They were like, "She's a fucking gremlin," and John was like, "How do I?" How do I make a gremlin? And then somebody was like, just use the fucking goblin stats. And I was like, okay, so she's a goblin? I was like, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> and like, my I'll ca- take it. My character shrunk, because it was me. So my character shrunk to the size of a goblin, which is like three feet tall. And my I was wearing the same t shirt. I was wearing a t shirt that was so long, it was like a dress. And I just like belted it, but my shoes still fit because my shoes are weirdly small. Like, I have weirdly small feet. <laughs> um, and we were on a boat, and I was like, I find a closet. And John was like, you, okay, you you find the closet. I was like, I build a fucking nest. <laughs> <laughs> I started, like, nesting <laughs> and just, like, accumulating shiny things because that's what I am. That's what, that's real life.
0: No, you like, You did it with literally. Legos
1: and you do it now. I actively have to stop myself from picking up, like, shiny garbage off of, like, the <laughs> fucking street because I just like shiny shit. <laughs> school will save it. It's literally a crow. That's My a Patronus has been a crow since I was in middle school birds are cool birds are okay
0: should we start yeah I think that's a good note to transition (laughs) on birds are okay (laughs) birds are fine alright let's talk about murder or whatever well I have a ghost story fun right I think so. What do you have? A true crime. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm starting to doubt myself. We've said that the last three. At first we were so confident. It's like, I've come with you with a ghost story today, and it sounds like I think I have a ghost story, but honestly, I'll flip the page and do something (laughs) else. (laughs) Like, I have, okay. Um,
1: So, I think that I have a fun one because it is a... I'm so scared it's going to be the one I just researched to do. That fear exists, like, perpetually inside of me I'm that i'm gonna sit down
0: and be like i'm telling you this and it's like i know everything about that because i'm doing it in two episodes that
1: but also like if if you sit down and tell me the the true crime that i'm trying to tell you like i'm prepared to tell you later today or tomorrow like that
0: freaks me out so because then we, much. we can't do that no we'd literally. have to re- research something before we could record
1: um, so I'm going to we're going to do the guessing situation. Fun.
0: I'm I enjoy it. I think I think you have potential to get this one. <laughs> we say that. And I'm apparently the worst guesser. Y-
1: yeah, but there's always potential. I um, will try my best. It is a haunted building. Word, okay? It's a big building. Okay? Um so it's not like the the Lizzie Borden house. It's it's like it's a bill, it's a building. Big building. Um it's in Pennsylvania and it is one of the most haunted places in america if not the world ghost adventures has been there the travel channel has been there um buzzfeed unsolved has been there it's it's very popular because it's known for a sheer amount of activity um the building itself was closed in like the 1970s and has been open for
0: touring ever since Do you have any guesses? I do, and I'm really worried because the one I'm about to tell you is definitely in Pennsylvania, definitely closed in the 1970s, and it's definitely a very haunted place. So I don't want to say it because if I'm wrong, you know what I'm going to do in a couple episodes? What if we say it at the same time? Oh, but then I'm worried. Maybe I should just tell you, and then you'll just know what I'm doing in a couple episodes. Say it on the count of three. Okay. One, two, three. Penhurst Eastern State Penitentiary. It's the same. It's the, we just said that. It's the same thing. I hate it here. Wait. Is Penhurst the same thing? That's, I, I think so. What? Because it went by a different name at first. The Penhurst State Hospital and School. No. It's different? Two different things. Eastern State Penitentiary was a prison. Oh. Cool. <gasps> Thank goodness. Why did they close at the same time? And why are they both in Pennsylvania, in Pennsylvania? And why are they all super haunted? No, like literally. I'm glad they didn't be the same thing.
1: I like that we had... It like, has an
0: Eastern name though. Because it, it it's like Eastern yeah. State something. So this one's this one's just the Eastern State Mental Hospital. And yours is the Eastern State Prison or something. No, literally. Um, I like that we got you that. You hit every mark. I was like, shit. there's <laughs> <fix> mine. <laughs> I like
1: that we got that, like, healthy dose of fear,
0: though. Yeah. After we jinxed ourselves. Um, okay. So I'm doing Penhurst. Okay. <laughs> in a couple Pennhurst. episodes. Isn't it an asylum? Yeah. Okay, okay. Because, like, I didn't. It's called an, it wasn't called an asylum at the time. But that's why now I said the other name.
1: But now it's, like, publicly now it's, like, Penhurst Asylum. Yeah. Like, that's, okay, that's what it's, that's what all the YouTube videos are called when yeah. everyone go okay. So I do know what you're talking about.
0: I'm excited, though. That's going to be good. It's fun. It's not fun.
1: Sorry. I'm definitely, like, doing that thing where I turn my notes into a teleprompter. That's fine. Okay. Um. Let's see if we can beat my iPad dying. Oh, no, I have a charger in my bag. Oh, okay. Cool. Um. Let me so. We're talking about the Eastern State Penitentiary.
0: One not of the most haunted buildings entered. of all time. <laughs> yes. I'm excited for this one.
1: Um. So first we're going to talk a little bit about prisons in general, right? Prisons in the 19th century were barely prisons, okay? They were, like, glorified holding cells at best. Um, There were, you know, lots of escapes, um, very short sentences, like, limited staff. Everything about it was just not organized in any capacity, and often, like, They were just big rooms without individual cells. Often uh, prisoners weren't separated by severity of crime, even gender or age. Like, children would be in the same room. Children who stole, like, a piece of bread would be in the same room as, like, a mass murderer. Um, And 90% of the time, one of them would escape. Um, It was kind of just, like, if you did a bad thing, you're bad. So you're going to be putting time out. Very
0: black and white. Like, you're that. either a good citizen or not a good citizen. And
1: sentences were super short. Like, it'd be, like, 18 months for genocide. You know, like... <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> it was also super common for prisoners to kill each other. And if they didn't kill each other, often they would either freeze or starve to death. Like, it was oh, wow. not a good situation. Um, so because of this, in mid... 19th century, like so about 1820, 1830, they realized that like prison reform had to happen. Um, ben Franklin was a big advocate of this, um, and it really so it really took root in Pennsylvania after the American Revolution. Um, so uh, there was Ben Franklin plus a group called the Philadelphia Society for allevi- alleviating the miseries of public persons. Or of public prisons,
0: they really just they put it all out there. They were like,
1: "How many adjectives can I fit in?" <laughs> um, the the belief was that people were inherently born good, and that crime was committed by like necessity, um, or like environment. It was it, n- nature, yeah, not nurture. Um, so the idea was, well, they're they're inherently good anyway, and they performed these tasks. So now like we can discipline them like we can discipline people in order to reform them specifically discipline through hard labor um and confinement and the idea was that they would then become penitent which is where the word penitentiary comes from this is the this is this prison is the reason that we have the word penitentiary okay yeah it's super cool history wise Everything else about this is <laughs> terrible. Because um, the idea of penance is you, you say sorry for your sins and you accept penance. That's where the word penitentiary comes from. Um, that's this system. Also, like this is the first prison to do what I'm about to detail. That's, it's why it's called the Pennsylvania system. Um, okay. The, so the idea was originally Reformation, despite what it becomes later um, rehab, not punishment. And through all of this, through all of these ideas being tossed around, they get funding in 1821 for the Eastern State Penitentiary. Um, the building was designed by a British architect named John Havlund. Um He built it to look like a church. Interesting. To accept penance. Fair. Um, separation of church and state was not a thing, baby. <laughs> yeah. they <were laughs> um, So the idea was... He wanted to make it look almost like a cathedral in ways Like, there's towers and masonry and big doors and, um, really vaulted ceilings. Um, so that you would feel like God was with you. Yeah, you kind of...
0: I mean, it's a step in the right direction. It's better than a holding cell. Yeah. and And freezing to death. They
1: wanted religion to be a big part of the Reformation process. Okay. Um... So it was built to look like a church, and one quote I saw was that um, this was so that you could only be alone with God, which, pop off. (laughs) Um, So originally, it was designed to hold 250 inmates in seven cell blocks. Um, The the prison overhead looks, honestly, pretty fucking cool, because it's a tower- in the center and then the cell blocks come off like a, like a star. Rays. Yeah. Okay. And the whole thing is in a big um, square of a massive wall. Like this thing was built to be inescapable. Because uh-huh. um, the only way out was to get to the center and then out. Oh. Yeah. Um, the, the cell blocks also had mirrors at the end so that guards could just be patrolling in the center and be able to look down and see everything that was happening in the cell blocks. Only a few of them were two stories. Um, Couldn't find anything on exactly which ones because more cell blocks get built later and it's a whole thing. But um, So that, um, each cell was twelve by seven feet. So small, but it was built to be virtually inescapable. and it was open to inmates in 1829. So with all that, all of the boring stuff out of the way, <laughs> the reason this prison is known is uh, you've probably, like, heard of this prison and maybe not even known a name for it or whatever. And mm, Complete, 100%, inarguable, solitary confinement at all times. <laughs> at all all times that's insane i get the you're you're only with you're god. only allowed to be alone with god that's insane you were in your prison cell for 23 hours a day you were given um two you were given two 30 minute breaks um for solitary activity outside the gag with the solitary activity outside was that each prison cell had like essentially a minute a miniature bricked in courtyard. Yeah. Originally, in original designs of the prison, the cells did not even have doors. You would only be able to get in from these, like, outside courtyards and then just be put in. Courtyard would be locked and you would only be able to go back and forth between the two rooms.
0: Oh, but then they didn't even give them the option of sometimes. Yeah. They didn't get a free will of when they went outside So they do
1: have doors, but in original designs they didn't. Um, So they were brought to bathe once a week or every two, depending. Um, meals came from holes in the concrete in the walls. Um, Originally early designs of the cells didn't even have doors, like straight up. This jail was built to be 100% solitary. You never had to leave your cell. So that's why it's supposed to hold 250 inmates with 250 solitary cells um, and outside time in individual cages. Like I already said, Even they even went as far as to so this prison while um, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. They thought they were doing something. Yeah, they thought they
0: were saucing on the legal system.
1: They were well, I mean, there was lots of funding put in. Like they thought this was the next stage in reformation, like it was a big fucking deal, which means this prison had a lot of amenities, like central heating, um, it had flushing toilets. Uh, it had a whole lot of shit going for it. Every cell had a flushing toilet. The gag with the toilets, though, um, they went as far as to run the piping outside of the cells so that there wasn't the threat of prisoners talking through pipes.
0: Oh wow! Yeah, they, they didn't. They didn't want anyone speaking through the toilets. Literally, they
1: were sup- speaking through the toilets.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I think we've just found the topic for...
1: Or the, the title for this week's episode. Um, they were... So, prisoners were expected to do their labor, because they were still s- expected to do labor, like tailoring and weaving and stuff, in their cells alone, silent at all times.
0: Oh, they couldn't, like, sing or anything? No. Oh, gosh.
1: They couldn't do shit. Um, so, prisoners never interacted with each other, but they also hardly interacted with staff. Um... They were, so the idea of, like, putting somebody alone at all time. you're only allowed to be alone with your thoughts, alone with God, um, it would allow them to repent for their sins. Um, they were so strict on solitary rules that, so it, on the rare occasion that a prisoner did have to be, like, transported for some reason, they would do what's called bagging. They'd blindfold them and then put a bag for their head double whammy and then they'd uh walk with like their hand over their like the back of their head the whole time to keep their head down this was um also so that prisoners never truly understood the layout of the inside of the prison yeah um but also because they you're not
0: allowed to, you're not even allowed to see other people crazy literally um how did the, i have a question for them and I know I will never get an answer to this, but they really never thought, like, what if they think about doing more sins while locked in this box? They never had that dawn on them? That's crazy to me. That,
1: <laughs> the idea that we're going to torture them. Um, so.
0: They'll think happy thoughts when we lock them away and make them take a vow of silence. <laughs> uh,
1: lit- like, yeah, literally. That's a good way to say it, is a, bag- a vow of silence. Um, so. The grounds were about 10 acres with 30-foot walls on the outside. So that's how... Yeah. Um, oh, side note, I definitely skipped a bullet point. Prisoners also were not allowed to write letters or have newspapers.
0: Oh, so, like, if you lost track of time, you lost oh, track no, of yeah, time. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And, yeah, sentences were shorter at this time, so it wasn't like somebody's in there for 10 years. It was, like, 18 months kind of situation. Not an excuse. No. But it, definitely not... As terrible as it could have been,
0: yeah. Um, if you would have been in there for ten years, the, oh yeah, the you're world fucked. We were just talking about what we did ten years ago, yeah, and like <laughs> that. It's like a, a lot has changed.
1: It's like a being put inside of a time capsule. Yeah,
0: I know. like if if you came out, if you were put a little longer than ten years ago now, but like um, imagine if you were put in right before iPhones came out, and you came out now. Oh, yeah. And iPads and iPhones and touchscreens everywhere. We're working on holograms. Like, the technology we have now. We order McDonald's
1: on a kiosk.
0: Yeah. Like, it, like that's 10 or 12 years of time right there. If you were in that prison for that long.
1: And then coming out, it's like, it's that trope of um, time travelers in movies where the first question they ask is, what year is it and who's the president? Like, oh. Like, you... You would not know, like, major political events that happened. You're not even allowed to have a Natural disasters. Natural disasters. If you came out, if
0: you went out 10 years ago and came out now, you would have no clue COVID happened. Literally. The world was in a pandemic. A global pandemic. You would have no fucking clue because you were
1: uh, essentially in a time capsule. And you didn't
0: see the, you wouldn't see the the staff, like, if they started wearing masks or anything. You only see their hands bringing food through a hole in the wall. You would have no clue. It's
1: definitely... That, like, just Psychological torture. Um, so, a few months after opening, in 1829, they got their first inmate. Um, his name was Charles Williams. Um, he'd been sentenced to two years for theft. Okay. So, uh, prisoners, mu- like, mugshots and thumbprints also, like, weren't a thing. A lot of the older records we have, um, prisoners were assigned a number, and that number is what tracked them their whole stay and they also had like remedial physical descriptions and that's about it. So Charles was um, his quote was prisoner number one, burglar, black skin, five feet seven inches tall, uh, foot size 11 inches, scar on nose, scar on thigh, broad mouth, black eyes, farmer by trade, can read, theft included a $20 watch, Um, A $3 gold seal and a gold key. He was two years for a $20 watch. I mean, $20 back then is a lot. I don't care. It's still a lot, no. That's dumb. For a watch. (laughs) Um, When he was put in, some of the cells were still being constructed, because, you know, he's one man. Um, And the final four were built two stories high instead of one, um, this brought the total capacity up to four hundred and fifty. Okay. So the prison and was o- have won. officially, literally, <laughs> the prison was officially completed in eighteen thirty six. Okay. So about what did I say? About it's about seven years after their first prisoner. Um. So, like I said earlier, um, because they were taking prison reform so seriously, they did have central heating, running water, flushing toilets. Um, they had access to comforts, but were completely alone. Um, and so I said it earlier, but I, I get into this habit where, like, I just start talking, which is great. That's what the <laughs> podcast is. But I end up telling you things in a way that feels natural. And now I'm looking at my notes and I'm like, and it was called the Pennsylvania system. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Something you said like, earlier.
1: Right. Um, but, yeah, so they, this prison was the first to do this. With the individual cells, the solitary, the idea of reformation—they were the first, the fucking blueprint. Um, were there? How many of these were there? So, <laughs> very quickly, this became a trend for other prisons to uh, implement things like that. Um, somehow, like from the outside looking in, this system looked effective. I
0: uh, sure. Um, I see what you're going for, but you're you're missing some notes. Right. Some but key points.
1: This prison was essentially the blueprint for modern day prisons as we know it. Others started copying the system, maybe taking like the idea of indiv- individual cells, but not the solitary, like flexing things around. Um, yeah. So the the Pennsylvania system is kind of like it the like staple. Flips. This yeah. flip flip. Um so this Fun fact: uh, This building had heating and running water before the White House did. Oh wow! No, yeah, like this was a big fucking deal. Um, it was the most. It was one of the most expensive structures ever built for the time. The total came to be about uh, seventy-seven thousand, which is about two point one million today. Wow! For this one building to hold four hundred people. Uh, so the architecture also wild. I said it earlier that it looked like a castle. Um, it attracted tourists to see the, to the see church this, prison. because, right, because people were like, this is, this is the future. Charles Dickinson came. What was like, he doing there? Like, straight up. He walked in, took, like, a look around and was like, this is terrible. This is torture and left. Like, he was, good for he him. was actively speaking out against it. So good for him. Um, it was also called the most progressive prison in the world at the time. About 300 gl- prisons uh, around the globe were modeled after it. Wow. Um. Modern advances also kept coming. Um, at one point, cell block three was just completely remodeled into a full medical center in house in the prison. Um, it had labs, a pharmacy, an operating room, and a recovery ward. All right, it was a whole thing.
0: I mean, like some of that, like the amenities of it. It yeah. was like really progressive. The whole solitary thing, though. Oh yeah, it's how just how psychological that, torture. Yeah, how did that raise no red flags? Like they were really going strong with the. We'll have a medical place. We'll yeah. have Working plumbing, heating, right. like good for them with all of that. There was also I didn't
1: include it in my notes because I didn't I didn't think it contributed much. Which yeah, a lot of the history though in this building specific is so fucking interesting. Like they they had a um when when the f- influenza when the flu went around and many people were dying because you know modern medicine wasn't a thing. This prison um, was the first when i read it i got fucking covid flashbacks everybody was already quarantined but if someone got sick they were immediately brought to a medical ward their cell was completely wiped clean they had two people get sick wow in the flu like when the flu outbroke and that's including staff and no one died good for them no like literally like they had their shit on lock now if you take away the psychological (laughs) torture this would be cool this would be cool um so yeah while awesome lots of
0: issues some key details
1: a lot of inmates ended up committing suicide oh no real life game over a lot of prisoners also obviously went insane yeah no that's
0: what i was gonna say is like being locked in a room by yourself oh yeah
1: um the jail stayed open until 1971 um, so many people were losing their shit in solitary, though. That around um, 1913, the solitary system did go away. Okay. Like so, it was completely gone by 1913. But they were phasing it out. Um,
0: 1913?
1: Yeah. Wait. Prison opened in 1829. Okay. It was fully built 1830 some 36. Around 1866, began like the slow rumblings. Like, I think that's when the bagging went away. Like, okay. The slow rumblings, and it was completely gone by
0: 1913. Okay, I got it now. The timeline jumped for me.
1: Um, the transition, though, that happened here was that it went from uh, too solitary to too crowded. Oh. There was often um, two to three prisoners per cell.
0: And these are made small, for one person? For one
1: person. Um, by 1926, there were over 17,000 prisoners. Oh, and my And a prison gosh. was meant to hold 450. Um, so in 1933, there was a prison riot for overcrowding. And specifically, I believe it was cell block 12. I talk about it later, but it um, was almost completely set on fire. Oh, wow. Yeah. So they had different cell blocks for different severities of crime, though, so, like, a whole block for, like, financial crime, a whole block for mass murders, like, the whole thing like that. In 1929 to 1930, for eight months, Capone was there. Al Capone. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um, he was there for eight months for carrying a concealed weapon. This was his first arrest. Really? This was where Capone went.
0: We should... I'd, I'd be surprised if people didn't know who Capone was oh al Capone yeah a massive gangster <laughs> yeah a huge mob boss like has been
1: everywhere in every haunted building Capone has been there yeah at least ev- once. it's every like
0: a tidbit of fun fact al Capone was here why
1: here um Alcatraz the Biltmore. Yeah,
0: hotels. Yeah. He stayed in a lot of presidential suites and hotels because he was rich. He did a lot of work during Prohibition. Mm-hmm. So very smuggling big into alcohol. smuggling alcohol and stuff and had, like, stuff going on all around the country. Right. Was a crazy, like, the gang boss. N- yeah. Was, like, the guy. When you see people dressed up as a gangster, they're dressed up as Al Capone. Literally. Like, he's the character now. He was it. also
1: called um, Scarface because he had a scar. Yeah. Yeah. So... This, this was where Capone went, though, for his first ever arrest. It was a big that's deal. Cool. Baby's first arrest. Um, <laughs> that's the title of this episode. <laughs> the theory goes that he did it on purpose, though. So oh. this is right after the, the St. Valentine's Day Massacre. Mm-hmm. Seven mobsters were shot execution style by other mobsters dressed as police officers. And he is believed to have facilitated this um, and then purposefully got himself arrested so that to he, stay out of the spotlight. So no one could kill him.
0: Wow. That's yeah.
1: Because cool. um, he, he, in theory, with the facilitation of this, ordered the hits on the rival mob bosses. So, like, it was a thing. Um, so he was housed in the Park Avenue block um, in a luxury cell. He, he had furniture. He had a wooden desk, a rug, soft lighting, paintings, a cabinet radio. Um, He had a crazy nice
0: setup. Yeah, I know. I've seen, I went to the the Alcatraz East Museum in Mm -hmm. Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. You should go. Anybody listening, it's a (laughs) great museum. But it had a recreation of Al Capone's cell. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it was that one specifically. I'll show you a picture of it um, while you're talking about it. um, Because he had a different, in other places where he was uh, kept in jail. He would always find ways to get his cell, like, furnished. So it was one of the cells recreated. And it was, like, it was nice, nice rugs and Mm -hmm. lamps, like, floor lamps and stuff with, like, professionally made shades on them and paintings. That's what it looked like. Yeah, I've seen, I've gone to, like, walk through that cell where they recreated it. And, like, also at the museum, though, they had Ted Bundy's car. The Volkswagen. Yeah. And stuff oh man, like that. They like had that the Bronco car. from O.J. Simpson. Oh, they had the not the real Bonnie and Clyde one because it was on tour. But they usually have the real one. Mm-hmm. They had the movie one stand in. Why that one oh. was gone, and then they had John Dillinger's car. Oh shit! It was a cool place. Damn, I
1: Ted Bundy's car. It was the like the, I hate it. Yeah. Have you? I mean, obviously you've seen it. Like yes. the the passenger seat Creepy. being gone. Creepy. Hate that. <laughs> we'll talk about. We'll talk about Bundy one day. For now, though, we're going to talk Capone. Yeah, sorry. We got off no, track good. on the cell. You're good, you're good, you good. Um, I did not know you'd been there. That's kind of cool, though. <laughs> um, so Capone, no matter, like, how much he was uh, given furniture, whatever he wanted, man still complained. <laughs> um, specifically, he complained that dun, 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 he was being haunted. So around this time around 1900, between, like, the 1910, 1940, whatever, is when a lot of prisoners started complaining about w- straight-up ghosts. Re- like, prisoners started complaining about straight-up fucking ghosts. That's, that's um, deep. Capone, though, is one of, like, the first that, it, like, it was a thing. Um, guards and other prisoners testified to hear him, like, screaming at unseen <gasps> forces. And also, like, so... There's a, I'm gonna, gonna do the whole thing where, like, I play the skeptic, but also like, I I, I do believe that this happened. Um, so, one of the people that Capone allegedly killed, his name was James Clark. And James also allegedly went by Jimmy, and it was Jimmy that he was yelling to. Oh, um, so he's, so like, being
0: haunted by someone he killed. Right,
1: it could have been a haunting, it, it could have been a guilty conscience. Yeah. The idea that Capone was going insane, though, that doesn't, I don't believe that.
0: Doesn't fit with he, if this is only his first arrest, it's his first he arrest. He goes on and to do a lot more very complicated stuff. And he's
1: also like not sitting in silence all day. Like he has a radio, he has books, like he has other things that are.
0: I can see the guilty conscious thing yeah. kind of like ha- starting to haunt you, but right, um, the ghost called himself Jimmy. Haunted himself
1: at night. Haunted him at night. Um, and guards testified to hear Capone yelling for Jimmy to get away, w- get away from him, and also he would apologize. Um, he would wake up in, like, cold sweats, though, screaming. That's crazy. And Capone was also a very proud man. Like, yeah. he's not, he's the one, he, he was the one who was, like, ordering people to do shit. He's not going to just start screaming. You know, like, it was, was out like, of character. He
0: was, he was scared. Like, yeah. It it wasn't something he would do.
1: Another criminal housed here, his name is William Francis Sutton, a.k.a. Slick Willie. <laughs> Um, he was sentenced to 11 years because he was a career criminal, so he pulled off over 50 bank robberies and he escaped from prison three times. Like, Dang. this man was, like, a celebrity. Do <laughs> no. you know how bank robbers were? Bank robbers were fucking doing interviews with the poli- like, interviews with newspapers and shit. Like, yeah,
0: they were, they, they thought they were big shots.
1: And, and some of them were! No, some like, of them
0: were, like, really cool. Um... The way they got some of them just like walked away. He was like, "If you acted cool, it obviously yeah. wasn't you." And he robbed a lot of banks with that was his motto, I like
1: mean, "Pop off, act cool, brother. They won't <laughs> suspect you." Yeah. Um. So in 1934, he was convicted for s- this so-called machine gun bank robbery. Um. And in 1945. He organized one of the most massive prison escapes that this prison had ever seen. It was him and 11 other people. Okay. They worked in shifts, Uh digging a tunnel with spoons and flattened cans.
0: Oh, that's crazy. Yeah.
1: So they worked in pairs, and two of them would go in and dig for 30-minute shifts, and someone would be waiting by the door and would, like, whistle or whatever and shift change. So that there was never a prisoner who was gone for like a suspicious amount of time.
0: Yeah, they would. It just looked yeah. like they went to the bathroom and um, did it something. W-
1: it was crazy elaborate, um, and the tunnel. The tunnel was only thirty-one inches wide at the opening. That's also how it managed to avoid detection, though. Um, and the gag was so they they successfully dug this tunnel and made the escape attempt most of them were recaptured within the hour. (laughs) Um, This, though, segue, uh, when they were recaptured, they were brought to cell block 13, a.k.a.
0: the punishment block. I don't like that it has that name.
1: Yep. Um, In this cell block cells were darker and shorter um, they were also given less to eat um <laughs> some, oh, somewhere i read that like the the doors the way everything was built like it didn't allow for much ventilation so like it was really hard to breathe um it was also called the hole like it was oh. a thing um so even though they got rid of solitary confinement they were pushing a bunch of very strict wardens into this prison and specifically one of them was named warden smith and they called him hard-boiled um from the 1920s to the 30s he was in charge and he facilitated a lot of torture oh no um it's a lot there was also a some places wrote that only really bad pri- prisoners were sent to this penitentiary because they knew that this guy was like not to be fucked with. He was ridiculously shitty.
0: Wow. And at this time, there was not. Uh, it's bad when people start like pitying some of like, like prisoners. We can't we can't send prisoners here because we know they'll be mistreated.
1: And like there was no advocating for prisoners at this point. Wow. Yeah, yeah it was a thing. So, um, some of his punishments were, you know, the usual starvation. Oh. Sometimes he'd just straight up starve people. That's Um, crazy. They did what was called a water bath. It was only done in the winter to be extra shitty. But you were uh, chained to a bench in the bathroom. They'd dunk you in ice water, take off all your clothes, um, and leave you chained in a cold cell overnight. So, often... um, if it was cold enough, ice would literally form on their skin. Dude. Straight up,
0: they'd just hypothermia. Freeze. This is also Pennsylvania in the winter. Yeah. Snowing and stuff.
1: They had another one um, called the Mad Chair. They'd strap you to a chair with leather straps so tight you couldn't move. Um, and they'd leave prisoners there for days. So you just kind of have to sit in, like, your own urine. Oh. Like the only time you'd be released was when your circulation was cut off to the point of death and it often left permanent injuries and
0: amputation they'd oh. tie you so
1: tight your fucking arm would come off wow
0: yeah or have to be taken off because your veins are mush that so there
1: was i i told you cell 13 cell block 13 was called the hole that is true um there was another hole there was for more torture yeah two holes um, it was under torchables. cell block fourteen. Under. It was it was a straight up hole. Oh, this one just no. This one was just a hole in the ground. They just dug it. It was a uh, full of rats and roaches, um, and it dark, dirty. You'd give you'd be given a piece of bread and a cup of water every other day, and they'd
0: leave you inside
1: for weeks. That's so.
0: How do you get away with that? How do you just dig a hole and stick prisoners in it?
1: I don't know. Ask fucking hard-boiled. I don't <laughs> yeah, Mr. Asking Ask, ask him
0: questions. Um,
1: the big kicker, though. You thought those were bad. No, I know it's going to get worse. Here's the piece de resistance, okay? It's called the Iron Gag. And uh, this one was for specifically if you talked to people. Got you this punishment. They'd put a, a collar around your tongue, and it would, uh, it had chains attached that would, it looked almost like a horse's bridle. Um, they, the chains ran along the side of your mouth, and then it had a razor underneath it. The <gasps> chains ran to your arms, which were behind your back, at an uncomfortable angle. So if of you course. relieved the pressure on your arms, it'd cut your
0: tongue off. So you had to hold your arms like that?
1: what so um a lot of people bled out from this one um a lot of prisoners also intentionally tried to talk to guarantee themselves this punishment so that they could bleed out
0: <gasps> um, oh
1: it even killed someone his name i'm going to butcher his last name his name was matthias makumzi um he was 44 the gag was put into his mouth secured with chains around his neck and arms um, he tried to relieve the pressures on his arms by letting them fall. Um, the gag was forced further into his mouth, tore open the inside of his cheeks and his tongue. His cause of death was list- listed as apoplexy, which in modern terms is um, it's a stroke or hemorrhage that causes a person to lose consciousness and die. And this time, though, it was written, as, it could be written as the cause of death for anyone who died suddenly. Oh. Yeah. So he likely died from severe bleeding, but it was written as apoplexy. Okay. Um, So, Block 13 was closed in 1959. It was replaced by Block 15, a.k.a. Death Row, which opened in 56. It was the last addition to the prison, and when the prison was finished, it had uh, 1,000 cells total. Um, Not long after, though, it was closed in 71. So, with all that being said, let's talk about ghosts. I'm here for it. Okay. So first there's the usual, you know. We got our crazy temperature fluctuations. Laughter, footsteps, keys jingling. Ooh. uh, The general feeling of dread and unease. (laughs) Oh no, the Kraken. I (laughs) love
0: Not the Monster High movie. <laughs> no, but every like haunted building, like you can just feel the spookiness, and it's such a it's like a weird thing. But it's then like you, a cop out. Yeah, it's such a like. There's just no AC in this building. It's gonna <laughs> feel muggy.
1: Um. So, we're gonna get into some specifics though. So in cell block twelve, this is the one that was burned down in the riot. Okay. Um, you can hear laughter that gets louder as you walk towards it, and then slowly the laughs will turn into a scream terrifying. In cell block 6, someone will cackle, and if you ignore it, it will call out to you to get your attention. Oh, and in block 4, you'll see faces, uh-huh. and people have also seen running on footage. Um in ghost adventures, they did an EVP and they caught someone saying, "I'm lonely." <laughs> um the big story though is that there was this locksmith his name was gary johnson he was brought in to remove a lock that had been there for like a crazy long time like this cell had never been opened kind of long time so allegedly uh when he unlocked it he released the spirits that were trapped inside oh no um so he has an out-of-body experience and it's He's told bits and pieces to people over time, but it still like fucks with him. So he do- he's never sat down and done like a full interview because he's traumatized. Yeah. Um, but what people have gathered is that he couldn't move or speak, and there was a a very dark feeling in him. Um, he was seeing faces. He also said there were so many shadows moving on the wall. It looked like they were melting. Oh. Um, one of the shadows was a full figure that appeared in front of him, screamed, come to me, flew at him, and then disappeared. Um, he said it was, like, an out-of-body experience in the sense that he could see himself. Like, he was out of his body, but he was, both of him, both his body and his consciousness were frozen. Okay. Um, so he was also overwhelmed with noise. Um, he heard giggling, laughing, screaming, and crying. Um, what he says is that it felt like he had heard everyone that had ever been in that cell all at once. Oh, God. Um, he had unexplained visions and hallucinations, and to this day he gets nervous talking about it. Uh, I'm sure. But, what I wanted to talk about was the BuzzFeed Unsolved video. Oh. Because this one is fucking crazy. Okay. So, this is one of their craziest videos. So, for those of you who don't know, BuzzFeed Unsolved its a guy. There's two guys. Um, Ryan and Shane, one of them is a heavy believer in ghosts, and one of them is a skeptic, and they go to a haunted places. A skeptic. And that's the joke. The jokes, is, the videos usually come out comedic because Shane is, like, taunting ghosts and, like, making fun of them. Ha, ha, ha. I don't believe in ghosts. That kind of thing. He, the um,
0: arrogant, like, not arrogant, but, like, yeah. the, the, just the way he can, it's, like, you can you not believe in ghosts, but abandoned places are still creepy. Oh, yeah. He walks through them, lights off, laughing at yeah. stuff. Like, it, there's something up. <laughs> <laughs> and Shane's got a lot of power somewhere.
1: Usually it's kind of comforting, like, the way he can diffuse a situation so much. Like, he can make everybody in the room laugh.
0: Yeah, even in those creepy situations. Like, yeah. it's really cool to watch because you can tell sometimes he's purposely making jokes to, like, calm Ryan down. Yeah. Which is just a nice friendship thing. Right. Like... And it's, like, if... Uh, but he's a hard skeptic. Oh, yeah, 100%. Man does not believe in ghosts at all. And, s- like, still, after doing this channel for a while, does yeah. not believe in it.
1: So a lot of their videos come out very funny, right, because of that. Um, this video is fucking insane. Okay, so first, seeing the the video of the prison itself is a lot. Um, like I said earlier, like, the ceilings are vaulted, but reading that is a lot different from seeing how high the ceilings were. Um... I also noticed that in some of the blocks, the doors were weirdly short. Like, Mm. they would only come up to, like, Ryan or Shane's shoulder, and then when they got inside, the ceilings would once again be vaulted. Huh. It was weird. And then um, some of them, the doors were exactly the size of their heads. So, like, it was just another weird architecture thing I noticed. Um, Ryan and Shane took turns going into a cell alone, like they usually do. And so one of them would be outside... With um, It was one cameraman with them, and then both of them also had little cameras. Um, So Ryan goes in, he's freaking out, ha ha ha, that's the joke, because Ryan is so jumpy. Um, And when Shane goes in, there's very little focus on what happens, because too much shit is happening outside. So, specifically, the cameras on Ryan, he's talking. He's just talking about how it felt to be in the cell, and you can literally hear someone running. Um, and Ryan whips around and is like, did you hear that? And he looks back at the game, He's like, did you hear that? And they're all like, oh, my God, what happened? They leave Shane in the cell to follow the noise. <laughs> um, <laughs> by Shane. Specifically, like, by the time Shane comes out, Ryan is clear down the fucking hall, like, is, like, and is trying to investigate. Um, this happened also at an older end of the prison, and you can tell because there's the feeding holes. Mm. So. Second, there's a point where Ryan is explaining history um, as they're, like, walking down the hall. And he's doing... He does it a lot in pretty much all of the videos, actually, that I've seen relating to ghosts. Where he'll be in the middle of talking and then will stop talking about, like, history or whatever to just address the room at large and be like, Come out. I know you're here. Like, it's, like, natural for him to try and communicate with whatever is there. Um, So, he's telling shane about some of the history and then he says come out don't be afraid and there's a banging noise to the point where shane whips around and goes oh shit shane yeah. the skeptic um and he actually like takes a step back from the noise like he definitely heard something and was visibly afraid Ooh. um it only gets worse <laughs> they turn they walk ryan says i know you're here only for uh, more footsteps it sounds like they're running away Like, you can hear everything that I'm detailing, also. They both whip around. Ryan literally says, uh, this thing is fucking with us. And Shane is just speechless. Because he had had two paranormal experiences in about a five-minute window. Yeah. Um, I mentioned earlier that there was a prison riot. Specifically, cells were set on fire. This happened in Block 12. Um, this is the place where you can hear the laughing. Doors will also open by themselves. Figures will run along walls. And in Ghost Adventures specifically, they got a shadowy figure running along Block 12. Ooh. mm mm-hmm. um, One thing I didn't mention earlier was that this prison kept a death ledger. I, I kind of alluded to it with, like, they'd record it as, like, apoplexy, but um, everything from sickness to suicide. But there were a few murders. Oh, okay. So one happened in Block 8, Cell 49. An inmate named Joseph Havel stabbed his cellmate, George Cop. Ow. With scissors. <gasps> Where do you get scissors? So, Ryan and Shane go into the cell. This is the first time they ever use a spirit box, also, on camera. So they uh, have a
0: spirit box with them. I love spirit box. Should we explain what that is? I don't know if we have.
1: Yeah. So, a spirit box... Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh,
0: I should don't. probably say something. Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> it scans radio frequencies, right? Yes. It skips to different channels
0: at, like, a super rapid rate. At, like... Oh, what is it? Two fifths of a second. Yeah, it's something crazy. I think it. I think it's two fifths of a second. Yeah. Um, but it it scans through radio frequencies to create like a, you can't pull anything out of it kind of white noise. Yeah. And ghost can manipulate this white f- the, the 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 white noise the mm-hmm. frequency. It, it. I used to. I've explained it wrong. So just in case we have explained the 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 podcast before mm-hmm. I used to think it would stop on certain stations and use pull words from there what it is though uh, what what they mm-hmm. actually do is ghosts are manipulating the noise it gotcha. does it's not stopping anywhere it's not it's it's not really scanning the the frequencies it's just jumping frequencies so fast to create this like constant noise gotcha
1: okay well that's what they're like that's the object that they're using um, so it's scanning the frequencies white noise the whole nine yards. Uh, they also explain it in the video. I honestly was only half listening to that <laughs> part because I was like, I know what a fucking spirit box does. <laughs> um, but Ryan asks for both of the men by name, including um, he asked also asked why he stabbed him. The thing that irritates me about Ryan, fun fact, <laughs> um, Ryan has a tendency to do that thing where he'll ask a question and then before anybody can answer, he asks another question. So that's kind of what's happening here is he's going, um, uh, he, George, are you here? So-and-so, are you here? Why did you stab him? Like, what's going on? And he's not giving it a second to ask a response. Um, so the response they get is get out. <laughs> um, they up the speed of the spirit box and ask more questions. And specifically, it Ryan does give it a second. He asks. Thank um, you. Ryan asks, who was stab he- stabbed here? The answer they get back is George. <gasps> And while Ryan and Shane are talking about how crazy that is, the spirit box interrupts them and goes, are we through?
0: Straight up. I love spirit boxes. Um,
1: Cell block 15 is also really active. It was death row and maximum security. Um, This this area has most of the stories of the running figures and the whispering. Um, Ryan is in the middle of asking his usual questions. When, uh, independent of what's going on, their audio equipment just picks up a scream (gasps) and- They don't hear it? So it, it, they hear something, but they can't tell that it, like they they just whip around and they're like, what was that, what was that? Um, Shane even agrees to hearing it, which never happens. And the same scenario happens again. They go out, they go inside of a cell and the noise they pick up sounds like a whimper. Like it sounds like someone crying. Oh. Um, And Shane is the one to ask. What was that? Did you hear that? (sighs) Yeah. But it's being picked up on not their, like, not the spirit box, not the, it's being picked up on their personal, like, the audio equipment that's monitoring Shane and Ryan's voices. Oh. Yeah. So, this one, this is fucking funny. They go to Capone's cell. Okay, like, and like Ryan's, once should. again being annoying. <laughs> um, so they it looks so the cell has been restored. It looks like how it did when Capone was there. So it has furniture in it. Um, so when you go, you can see it in all of its glory. So they go inside. Um, they're using the spirit box again, and they go. Um, if you're here, please let us communicate with you. And the equipment picks up. No, <laughs> no, um, heart emoji. <laughs> it literally so Ryan literally says like all right al and then it picks up go away <laughs> <laughs> Ryan asks um, if he could say his name like if asking the ghost to say his name and it picks up shut up sassy keep in mind Ryan is also calling it scarface which Capone was like notorious for hating oh like, like Ryan is just being an asshole <laughs> um so, uh, Ryan even says, like, do you not like me saying Scarface, and it says no.
0: <laughs> he answers, he's said, like, yeah, stop. Um, Ryan no?
1: is in the middle of talking to Shane, um, and the box has just gone back to, like, random radio noises, and then it picks up, no, Ryan.
0: <gasps> I love when it, like, knows your name.
1: And then they, so they keep going with the questions, and they ask, um, what color are the jackets we're wearing? Clear as day. Brown and white. Like, it just answered.
0: No. Um.
1: And then while they're talking, like, and they're freaking out, it picks up, look at these two. <laughs> Which is just funny. Like, it's literally He's just, just Capone bullying them. Bullying them.
0: I want to be bullied by Campo- Capone. Um. If I could say that I died, like, when I die, if I could say that I got bullied by Al Capone in my lifetime, <laughs> I'd be, like, fine. Like, I'd be good.
1: It, I just think it's funny that, like... If they had gone in and been respectful, like they might have gotten something. But you're going in and you're calling somebody by a derogatory nickname name that they hate. You're talking over them like obviously they're going to tell you to get the fuck out.
0: Yeah. Like it's But then there's the also like character. some some ghosts are only agitated if you like make them mad. Oh yeah, for sure. So like it, it's so hard to to criticize cuz I do agree that a lot of times they're they go in and either it's both of them or just Shane. They're kind of just I don't know. They, they just kind of approach it in a very harsh manner sometimes, yeah. which a lot of other people don't do. But they they, they have gotten a lot on a spirit box, so maybe, yeah. it, maybe it works. But I do agree that sometimes they can be a little much when they're doing the spirit box. Oh, for box. sure.
1: Um, so earlier I mentioned that there was the tunneling escape attempt. Mm-hmm. Um, so the 12 men took turns digging. This happened in the wall of cell 68, and the entrance of the tunnel is still there. So they visit that, and they, they experience that. Um, and while, dude, this one freaked me out so much. This one freaked me out more than the fucking spirit boxes. They are just, once again, in the middle of, like, casual conversation. They're cracking jokes. They're, t- like, Ryan's, like, crouched down by the tunnel. They're talking about the tunnel. Ryan's giving him the, the history of the escape attempt. And you hear a whistle outside. Ooh. Like, they're changing shifts. <gasps> Oh, I forgot about that. That's awful. No, you just hear a whistle, um, and it, mm, and it's so clear. And once again, it wasn't picked up on like their spirit box. It was picked up on the audio guy who was outside with his fucking camera. And it's, I feel so bad for that man. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, he always like goes in first too. Whoever yeah. the cameraman is for them is the bravest person. No, literally.
1: Um, after this, they it's kind of ironic that it k- happens in chronological order, but they, they go to cell block 13, they go to the punishment block, um, which is where these men were transported after being kidnapped. Nope, not kidnapped, recaptured. <laughs> um, seeing the cells, fuck, fucked up, because, um, and I, I assumed... It was called a, a hole because it was like, oh, that's where bad things go. No, you literally have to go downstairs to get in. The ceilings are so low that Ryan and Shane are crouching. The cells are so fucking small. like it crazy. Is, it is. It aptly named the hole. Um, so One of the two holes. They take turns going in alone, um, and Ryan has like a mini panic attack and the whole time is like my eyes are playing tricks on me oh my god my eyes are playing tricks on me like freaking out oh wow um so yeah a lot happens in that video but the most notable thing though is that shane is reacting
0: yeah that's always fun
1: visceral reactions um later this is what got me later um shane and ryan both confessed that they legitimately thought that there were intruders in the building with them
0: Oh, wow. Like,
1: part of the reason that Shane was so anxious and looking around so much was because he literally thought that there were people, like, running around in the building with them. Because that's how much activity there was. Wow. Um, and have
0: Shane, like, admit to be kind of put off by someplace that, that. That's crazy. And, like, and
1: that's all I have also, side note. But, like, okay. the that's – it reminded me a lot of – for th- for those of you who have been listening for a while, you know I'm a very large fan of Sam and Colby. <laughs> it <laughs> and reminded it me so much of the Biltmore, like when Sam and Colby were freaking out because so much was happening, and they thought that someone was in the hotel room with them.
0: Yeah, like, in the room with them is what yeah. freaked
1: me out. But like the idea that because to me that's communicating like there were things that weren't caught on camera that they were freaking out about because they were they were they thought that someone was like following them.
0: Yeah, that's awful. Oh, yeah, for sure. But, uh, yeah, that was the
1: Eastern State Penitentiary.
0: The, I think it's crazy that they, they described the, the clothes. Yeah. That's cool.
1: And it was accurate, side note. I don't think I said that that was the jackets they were wearing. That's so <laughs> cool.
0: That's what I figured when yeah. he was brought up. <laughs> but, um, I don't know. I really want to mess with the spirit box one day. It's one of those things that you could always – it's not foolproof. Yeah. Foolproof or whatever. Um. Because you could be like, obviously, it's gonna pick up some words every now. But so many times has it given. I've seen people get very specific answers in specific places because of a spirit yeah. box. And it's like that thing. It obviously isn't programmed to know where it is and know every haunted location uh-huh. and no, have pre-programmed words. Like it, it. And the fact that it's it, a it's a ten dollar toy on Amazon, pretty much. It just flips yeah. frequencies. Like and it, it
1: calls like it called Ryan by his name.
0: Yeah, when it it says names. Um, uh, I just like the spirit box as a tool, and yeah. I want one. I think it's super cool, and I think I think you couldn't like say this is complete evidence of oh, ghosts yeah, existing, sure. but it's definitely something.
1: It also provides one of like some crazy coincidences, because like you know, there's that thing where um, some ghosts don't necessarily understand what a camera is Mm -hmm. and like often when there are like technical difficulties it's because they're trying to sap the energy from the cameras to like communicate with you because ghosts need energy Mm -hmm. um with a spirit box i think it allows like the new the unique opportunity for things to be caught on film like you can film something, give it the energy it needs, and hear responses, and be able like that's why I think there's so many YouTube videos relating like, to it. And it's stuff. just
0: making noise. That it's a little like once you, s- a lot of times, especially in videos where people explain what to do. Like I saw yeah. one where they had a taser. Yeah. And they they um they explain we put this here. It's fully charged. Use this energy to to yeah. give yourself a little bit more of a of a push so you can do a little bit more in this area. Mm -hmm. And it started like messing with stuff. Right. And it was cool. Or like why people are always like, my phone's suddenly dead in spooky videos. It's
1: like, you wonder why, and it's like, you can't ask it to.
0: Or why the temperature always drops. Right. Because they're taking energy from the heat heat in the air. Which makes sense to me. Oh, yeah, for sure. I like to play both sides of the ghost story. I like to play a skeptic, Mm -hmm. but I'm also... So much of it is like, all right, this is starting to make way too much sense. And, like, right. It's also, like, cooler to believe in ghosts. Oh, yeah,
1: for sure. And they also just exist.
0: They also are just real. Right. So, if you don't believe in them, you're wrong. So, yeah. (laughs) Side note,
1: we have to take an intermission. I have to pee so bad it's also
0: just custom at this oh yeah but like we
1: have to go like now okay and intermission
0: (laughs) we're back i didn't do it like wiggly like you Oh, we're doing it different now.
1: <laughs> that was the the best pee of my life, if we're being honest. It was a it was a pee. It was a pee. <laughs> but it was definitely worth it. I'm glad. Yeah.
0: How are you? I'm good. <laughs> we just talked. Well, yeah. But I'm still doing well. That was a fun fun topic story. Yeah. I like that one.
1: I liked it because I'm glad it I wasn't the one I just researched. Oh yeah, <laughs> we need to figure out a way to like guarantee that we're not doing the same things. Yeah,
0: yeah, but that would suck. Like if you found a topic you really wanted to do, and then you tell somebody, if we had like somebody checking our list mm-hmm. to make sure we didn't, and then it was like, well, the other person's about to do that one, because then it spoils what the other person's about to do, and you know you can't do that one. There's
1: also um. Because I was talking about using Notion earlier. Notion introduced synced blocks. So if we have our own separate pages and we type what we're doing, um, we can make it so that it'll appear in that list so that someone will just be able to glance over Because I know I have a tendency to, like, move my topics around. Yeah. Like, so it might be. It's something worth exploring. A fun little thing. If you sit down and you tell me the story that I'm prepared to tell you tomorrow, though
0: i'm gonna be pissed i doubt it oh okay i mean i think because we've talked i've talked a little bit about this one and then i was i stopped telling you about it he's like no wait i'm just gonna talk about it on the podcast because it's interesting and i feel like the other people of the world that listen to our podcast not everybody because not everybody listens to it
1: no everybody does the whole world
0: has seen this podcast right with their ears they
1: know about our pet shop shame (laughs)
0: <laughs> they know That's the one you were... About our <laughs> Lego OCs. The fact that we are reading Homestuck again. They know that we started last episode by talking about the Barbie movies. And Monster High.
1: Dude, side note. I <laughs> no. saw a trend. <laughs> and Not it was more. someone rating non-Disney songs, right? And so one of the songs was from, like, The Road to El Dorado, right? One of the songs was from um, Swan Princess, Right. One of them was from Thumbelina. One of them was from uh, The Prince of Egypt. And then they hit me with um, I Stand Alone from Quest of Camelot. (laughs) My body, like, left. Like, I was gone. Like, (laughs) I have never gone on YouTube so fast. I almost bought the movie then and there. Like, (laughs) I know every word of that song still. Um, I had a fucking visceral (laughs) reaction. Do you remember Quest of Camelot? Yes. No. Dude. A good time. Man had a fucking seeing eye bird. He was the standard. <laughs> Man had a bird.
0: Also they I didn't cure
1: his blindness. Or maybe they did, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I
0: don't remember.
1: I honestly only remember the beginning of that movie. Because <laughs> for some reason the beginning is a musical and the second half just isn't. Like <laughs> <laughs> it just dropped
0: it halfway through.
1: <laughs> like <laughs> we got the 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 iconic intro song with the united we stand. yeah with king arthur mwah, mwah. we got a villain song that wasn't actually a villain song because it's mostly him talking but we got that one line that it was um from now no one will bother to recall your good king arthur because all oh, of this yeah. will be mine and then it just drips into vibes <laughs> and then we got The song her mom sings, which is unimportant. Oh, we got I'll Fly on My Father's Wings, which is iconic. And then they hit us with I Stand Alone, which was my bisexual awakening. (laughs) He was so pretty, but he looked like a woman, and he was also... He had a seeing eye bird, dude. (laughs) A bird. He lived in the woods, and he fought monsters with a stick. Straight up a stick. (laughs) And the bird was, like, a seeing... Eye. That's so fucking cool.
0: Well, that was a fun movie. And
1: there was that point where Kaylee, because that was her name, had to close her eyes and let the bird guide her. And I don't
0: remember a lot of this movie now that we talk it. And about then
1: <laughs> they hit us with the two-headed dragon.
0: I, I remember that.
1: Singing, If I Didn't Have You. Yeah. <laughs> and at the end, they turned into, like, Sonny and Cher. And then they were both Elvis this movie,
0: it was a, it was a time. I definitely remember the dragon song.
1: It was my first special interest. I remember making grandma play that movie on fucking loop. <laughs> I was obsessed with it, and no one wondered why I lost interest at the second half. It's because my pretty blind boy is fighting with Kaylee. Like <laughs> I don't care. I'm here for one man, <laughs> and one man only. And also, when the Griffin on is on screen, that's kind of cool too. <laughs> Because the uh, griffin could talk. Yeah. I fucking love this movie. <laughs> now I'm thinking about it. Because now no one will bother. to recall your good king
0: father. Just mumbling into the mic. What was that episode? I think it
1: was It was the episode where I did the back rooms, and I just kept doing the... Oh, no.
0: Don't do it again. All right.
1: <laughs> Do you remember? No. no more. <laughs> Princess and the Pauper. Yes. <laughs> and the cat that thought he was a fucking dog. Yeah. <laughs> Identity crisis. <laughs> Man's barked. <laughs> Man was a cat that barked. Oh, my God. Okay. What are you going to tell me about?
0: I'm telling you about Betty Page.
1: Okay, I was prepared for you to say the name I was going to do tomorrow.
0: What if I did? What would you have done?
1: I was fully, I was thinking about it. I was like, what am I going to (laughs) do if she says this man's name? I'm going to get
0: up and leave. (laughs) She's (laughs) done. No more podcast. Betty Page. I sit here and tell my story.
1: Betty Page, Betty Page, Betty Page was, there's a movie about her. Yes. I watched that movie. You did? I told you this when we talked about it. I had to watch it for my gender and sexuality class. But well. it was all about her
0: time being like a model. A model. Yeah. So I know about that. There's a <laughs> there is more to the story. There's more to the story? Yeah, and we will get into it because it's it's fun. Okay. But yeah, like you know who Betty Page is, and I'm sure yeah. most people do. There's a bunch of very famous people in that movie, too. Yeah. Sarah Polson is in it? Fun. Love that bitch. <laughs> But yeah, Betty Page was, if you don't know, a, a, a pinup girl, yeah. a model, um, and like pictures are all over. You've probably seen a picture even if you don't know her name. She, mm-hmm. has, the, she has black hair, the bangs, the yeah. short bangs. She has a, a, a southern accent, um, but like countless photos. At one point was known as like one of the most photographer, photographer uh-huh. <laughs> photographed people in the country. Um, the, it's just, she did a lot of shoots. The mm-hmm. pictures of her are everywhere. So, I've like, you've probably seen her. She's also stunning. She is. She's really pretty. <laughs> um, but we're gonna, we're gonna jump into her, her life outside of that. Like. Okay. Go into her early life and also after her modeling career, which is where the fun stuff is.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> My brain is like, Betty Page, yeah, she's a model. Yeah. <laughs> and that, then I had to. Emotionally realized. Yeah, no. When I read this, I was like, "This is
0: fake. (laughs) This this didn't happen." Like, I've known who Betty Page is forever. Like, I've seen pictures of her forever. But then all of this stuff I read, and I was like, "Why? This is never brought up." Everyone's like, "This is a picture of Betty Page hanging in my kitchen because we love Betty Page here in this household." And then like some stuff went down, but (laughs) but yeah, just everyone knows her as the the pinup girl, the model.
1: I had to emotionally come to terms with the fact that we're talking about Betty Page right now. Yes. On a true crime and paranormal podcast. Yes. I'm
0: ready. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm,
1: not. I'm not. And I'm
0: talking about it. I love her. But I watched a movie about her. I'm, a, I'm deeply attached to her. She is gorgeous. I'm just gonna keep saying that throughout this. Oh yes. Yeah. Disclaimer. <laughs> she she's stunning. Amazing. Um, but. Betty Mae Page was born in 1923 in Nashville, Tennessee, which rhymed. I thought that was fun. 1923 <laughs> in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, and fun fact, her name was actually spelled B-E-T-T-Y, but as a kid, she started spelling it B-E-T-T-I-E. Oh. Um, and it just kind of stuck. Like, so an identity crisis. Yeah. <laughs> but like that... If you see her name written down it's the b-e-t-t-i-e it's Mm -hmm. the i-e ending and that's just her her legal name is betty she just started writing it as a kid the other way pop up um and it just that's what she went with that's what stuck around she had five siblings and was the second to oldest and her her family moved around a lot and can never really find financial stability Mm -hmm. um so Paige, being one of the older kids, kind of was a second mother to her siblings because her parents were both out a lot trying to make money to keep the family afloat. Cute. Um, oldest daughter syndrome. And yeah. And then it this kind of kicks into high gear when her, her father is arrested and convicted for car theft. Oh, shit. And then her mother started just taking any job she could. So mm-hmm. Buddy kind of being the second to oldest, her and the oldest were, were very much kind of in charge of the, the younger siblings. Okay. Um, the, the financial instability was very hard on the family though. It Like when Betty was 10 her and her sisters were put into an orphanage for a year. Oh shit. Like the, the family eventually got them back but for a while there it was like they, they were having to give up their kids and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like just extreme financial instability. I can't say that word. Instability. Um, instability.
1: What's what the word you couldn't say the other day?
0: Every word ever. Well,
1: that, but when we
0: were specifically reading Homestuck. It started with a V. Vulture. Okay. Nope, it's not it. Nope, that's it. <laughs> I can't pronounce the word vulture, guys. No, I can't read <laughs> or talk. I don't know why we're on a podcast, because I... Don't have the skills required. It's literally just because we like talking, but that doesn't mean we're we're not good good at at it. At At least you can say the words you write down. Barely. I wrote this, and I can't read it. (laughs) You poor thing. But anyway, like, there is a lot of sad stuff that happens. And uh, according to Paige, around when she was 13, her her father began molesting her. So the father wasn't really a great guy in the family, but just kind of stuck around due to, you know, needing to provide for the kids. But uh, so... Just, like, not a great upbringing, but yeah. uh, she, in high school, she was uh, reportedly a great student, very involved in clubs, like, debate team. Pop off um, debate, Betty. She was voted most likely to seed by her com- classmates, and she... Most likely to seed? Succeed. Oh. I, like, stuttered through it. It's fine. I thought you said seed. Seed. She's like- most likely to turn into a seed. Or be t- a plant. I was like tilling soil. <laughs> she like, is a is she... farmer. <laughs> no, most likely to succeed. Okay, sorry. Cool. I went through it fast because, <laughs> again, can't read over here. Um, plant your seeds. I'm a real seed guy, not a big she, war guy. I'm not even going to try to say it, but she graduated as the one under valedictorian, Salutatorian. The one right under. How is it spelled? I'm not going to read how I spelled it. Because okay. I misspell every other word in this,
1: I, it would be like salutatorian, right? That's
0: what I. That's
1: what I have. Salutatorian.
0: Salutatorian. I don't fucking know. Guys, I wasn't tell us in that. Discord. <laughs> say The Send one. Us a pronunciation guide, please. I could have looked it up. I think I did, but I just have never been able to to mm. say that
1: word. I've started putting pronunciation guides in into. Episode like
0: notes. I would just like watch videos yeah. on names, especially, and I still butcher every name well, that comes I, through. Well, so
1: I, I would watch videos or something on how to pronounce it, and then I'd put my personal pronunciation guide oh, in to the notes so that when I like that's why sometimes when I'm sounding out words really <laughs> strangely, it's because I'm reading my pronunciation. <laughs>
0: it's like I'm gonna start doing that because that's better Mac, than me butchering how you're supposed every to say word. It. Um, she. But yeah, it does great in high school, loved by classmates. They Pop um involved in clubs. She then enrolled in Vanderbilt University Kay. and she was studying to become a teacher, but after a year, she she switched majors to studying acting with dreams of being a movie star. Pop off. Um she graduates college in 1944 with a bachelor of arts degree in acting. Cute. Uh, she heads to Los Angeles to hopefully become a next big Hollywood star. Mm-hmm. Is her dream just like really wants to act? Uh, she went to tons of auditions, but she couldn't land anything because of her her accent, her thick country oh, accent, of the, she the, was like southern. the the southern. It just uh, nobody would take her with the accent. Which so is dumb. She tried to combat this she she took speech classes to like learn other accents but still after that couldn't really couldn't really get rid of it all the way and Mm -hmm. just didn't do great in the speech classes allegedly like I wasn't there I don't know but uh just couldn't shake it enough and couldn't you strongly do other accents or are like it just sounded weird when Mm she talked so she really couldn't even if she was like not with an accent you could tell that she had an accent at yeah. some point um so she still couldn't land anything um so even after a year of class she couldn't land any roles and she also one of the ones she did like uh, uh um an audition she went to i just forgot the word audition <laughs> this is gonna be all of me forgetting how to read now because i'm gonna notice everything <laughs> but she wouldn't um she refused to entertain the director and so that's the reason she lost that one which oh. like 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 entertain. Yeah, like okay. Entertain in heavy air quotes. Okay. The casting couch. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um so she uh, just Hollywood at this time. I was talking to my mom about this the other day like cuz sometimes I'll just sit down and start telling my mom what I'm about to talk about on the mm-hmm. podcast. But uh Hollywood at that time is almost as bad as like gang activity it's yeah. it's bad shady stuff was going to like you would just do whatever anyone told you yeah as long as they were giving you money or drugs
1: That's and disgusting. it
0: was a it was a bad industry to be in and she kind of just jumped right in you know being yeah. a young girl from Tennessee Bushytail bushy um yeah and this kind of kind of was the door slammed on her face just because of her accent at the time. Mm -hmm. And again, she's gorgeous. So like, it's (laughs) like, um, so it's, it was definitely a lot of people tried to, to prey on her that way because she was a very good looking woman. She was often faced with like being told to in quotes, entertain people and just wouldn't do it kind of thing. Um, after the turmoil in LA, she, uh, she has this very short marriage to a sailor, and she moves to New York hoping to find work after this marriage, like, mm-hmm. d- just does its thing. It was very short, nothing really substantial happens. Um, one day on a New York beach, a man named Jerry Tibbs, who was a part-time photographer, stops Betty and asks if she would like to be, like, a a model for... for a, a, a photography club, so just to practice shooting okay. on, like nothing for publication at this right. point, but just to, um, to be a model for this club because he thought she looked great and was like, Look, because she does. Because she does. Um, uh, Betty agrees though and starts modeling at the photography club at the local YMCA. She models for all sorts of people and starts getting connections here, and she even starts getting into magazines. Um, This was all just pinup style, nothing crazy, nothing scandalous. Mm -hmm. Um, Just her posing for for pictures in different, dressed up in different kind of like outfits, like business outfits, just being a cute girl. Because she is. Because she was. Also, my notes in here. I just <laughs> glanced and saw like a huge X. This was for something else, but I just I needed something to write, and this was the first notebook I had, like the first piece. This is the only piece of paper I could find, so I just started writing in here. And I didn't want to start reading my job interview notes, <laughs> so I exited out and they start back over here. But. I know y'all can't see the giant X on my page, oh, no. but this I felt like this notebook is a lot. This notebook is awful. It seen better days. Um, yeah, and my handwriting also not great. <laughs> so, um, but after all of all of the the photography. Classes. She makes connections. She's getting into magazines. She eventually works her way up and gets to be centerfold in an early Playboy magazine for the Christmas issue. So like a big issue, yeah. A big name magazine. The holiday issue of the Playboy. The centerfold. centerfold. Yeah. So like a big thing. And at this point, she's named. Uh, she's named. She meets a man named uh, Irwin Claus, and he. He takes notice of her at this time and he wants to help her expand her modeling career kind of thing, like get be kind of an agent almost. Okay. And that that's what Claws did is he was an agent for women in the modeling industry. Okay, kind of landed him jobs, got him into touch with magazines and stuff like that. that. Organized photo shoots and stuff like that. So this this is this man's career. And he's, he's just so not he's some reputable? He's he's uh I could I don't have any other names that he he worked with, but worked with a lot of women at okay. the time. Like so had like, other, wasn't like it wasn't just some random dude off the street that he like, like Betty be was like agent. I'll be your agent. No, that this is what this dude did. Right. Um and he was he was like what we were saying, he's a big name in the pinup modeling industry at this time. So people know him just because he's organized a lot of it. Like this is this is what he does. Right. It's his it's his whole thing. At first, when I saw his day, it was like this dude just walked up and yeah. was, I like, was like, "I'll like, be your agent," but no, it's like no, talk it's to a stranger. <laughs> um, but Claus's work was centered around a little bit more scandalous crowds and mm. in, into more uh, some other kinds of photos, mm-hmm. um, and it it off- it involved like lingerie, bondage, and stuff like that. It was a little bit less just cutesy pinup stuff Mm -hmm. a little bit more more scandalous Uh, but but uh, Betty Betty agrees and and starts working with Mr. Claus she is at this point paid $10 an hour with shoots lasting an average of five hours and she was also tipped for each shoot so like there was a little bit guaranteed to be added on top Mm -hmm. of what she was paid and at this time that's pretty good yeah um (laughs) In 19... Oh, this guy's name. I'm going to butcher it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Just talking about it. In 1955, a man named Estes Kufaver, I think is how you say it. Okay. He... He... He thinks he starts attacking these scandalous photo shoots and like printed pornography and stuff saying that so he's a fucking narc. Yeah, he was one of these people that said it was it's what's putting kids in jail. They're being exposed to this too early. It's rupturing their minds and breaking their innocence. Violent video
1: games makes you violent. It's literally the old version of the just violent.
0: Maybe you're playing video games wrong. I can't tell you how many times I've turned on a video game because I wanted to punch something. And I just took my anchor out on a little game and then got back up and functioned as a normal human right. being. Like it's such a, like, also they're just fun.
1: They're Horn not violent.
0: doesn't make you violent. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it says it was like just turning them into. it was getting them into the wrong crowds. They were being introduced to it early and he was very much, um, your mic. I'm so sorry.
1: Or you can, it's angled down.
0: Oh, there you go.
1: I'm going to lean over and do it while you're talking and hope to be
0: sneaky. We can just cut this out. Yeah. Or leave it in. Or leave it in. It's the it's so you can see what we go through. It's the behind the scenes that we left in the scenes. There's a computer mouse under the desk. <laughs> I'm that clicking it with my feet. Do you hear it? <laughs> yeah, I don't want to. <laughs> Tell me more about Betty Page and the narc. Yeah. So he he starts like... He's targeting specifically this kind of stuff. So Playboy, anything porn. like... Porn. Yeah, porn or even just like scandalous imagery of women. Like photo shoots, even like the pinup stuff he's attacking because he's like, even if it's not...
1: Suggestive. Inherent, yeah,
0: it's suggestive. There's in windows. Like it, it's, he's, he's under all of it. That's dumb. So it's all under heavy fire. And a lot of people are actually taking up on this. Like some people, it's just kind of during a... I don't know, it's just like, you know, idea ideology swings. And a lot of people are, are following this guy. They're mm-hmm. like, yeah, that he was running for something at this time. So a lot of people start backing him and getting behind this cause. And it's just a lot of these models fell under fire from, like, people started being, you know, not so great to the models who are, this is their living, like. Could you imagine if, like, a modern-day politician
1: attacked Playboy now? <laughs> like no baby laughed at
0: you you are subscribed to it that's i was about to bring that up how did he know right how did he know all this scandalous material you're gonna tell me he never saw any <laughs> you're gonna tell me this man just thought of the idea he's like what if this stuff's out here i'm gonna attack it no he saw it before yeah. and you're gonna tell me he he i don't know
1: he man had to find it some kind of way consumed it
0: yeah i don't i don't understand but he was like, "It's ruining kids. It's putting <laughs> juveniles in jail. They don't need this. It shouldn't be mailed. It shouldn't be able to be printed and mailed." Um, so, all kinds of media similar to this start start mm-hmm. getting attacked. Uh, and I even wrote, "It's kind of like how video games are attacked now. Right. It's it's it ruins kids. It puts them in jail. It makes them violent. This one, it's like it ruins their innocence. They get introduced to bad stuff early on." Right. Um, it, it leads them down a wrong path. Uh, but then there was, during this time, so really, like, it kind of helps their cause. There's this really, there's this very sad case of a boy, a teenage boy. And he was found dead, hanging from a tree in a bondage post, almost identical to one Betty had done in a previous shoot. Oh, shit. So he was, like, trying to recreate it or maybe someone was trying to help him do it, but, Mm -hmm. like, taking his own photos. So this was perfect evidence in their case. And they kind of, like, brush over the sad part of, like, this – this could have been a suicide. Yeah, like they don't know if this death was accidental or not, and they kind of just brush past that because they're just using it as fire for yeah. their their argument against the material. Right, which I just felt was so sad to the to the boy because they didn't they, they didn't give it enough attention in my or at least what I can find. Yeah. This is the 50s, but the records of it. Um, it just seems like they they were like, oh, boy, this is great fire for our cause. Which is
1: not – weaponizing a, it was a, someone's death is so beyond fucked
0: up. Yeah, I hate like it. Like, they, they literally died. And specifically, a, a, a lot of models fell under fire because of this argument, but as soon as this case came out, mm-hmm. it was almost identical to something Betty had did. So Betty specifically started really attacked, getting yeah. attacked, death threats. People were always, like, angry at her. She was always, like – People talking about her, not even to her, but talking about mm. her specifically when they're when they're talking about the the um, suggestive material causing issues, they would bring up Betty specifically. Um, Leave my man's my woman's alone. Um, it it in like I was saying it it's it was a tragic accident with the boy, and it a lot of people buy into the that the the weaponizing of it, and mm-hmm. so even more people kind of jump on board with the. That getting rid of this kind of media, because this is is proof that every bad kid ever, (laughs) it was because of porn. It's all porn. (laughs) And when it stops being
1: porn, it becomes violent video games. (laughs) When it stops becoming violent video games, it becomes social
0: media. Yeah, it's something. It's those phones. Y'all, people are just inherently violent. Yeah, (laughs) maybe we're not all inherently good no and maybe some of us are crazy in fact some of us are definitely crazy it's the testosterone (laughs) i will stand by this until the day i die the more you have the crazy you are
1: (laughs) all i'm saying nope (laughs) not even another episode we'll talk about the genders of violent crime on a later date
0: Um, Mr. Claus, though, also takes a lot of heat from this because he's one of the people in the industry pushing this new yeah. kind of scandalous, fun stuff. Um, so with him being a big name in it, he he starts catching a lot of flack. Mm-hmm. And uh, Congress, at this point, updates the postal code and outlaws the mailing of pornographic materials. Oh shit! Which is Claus's business. so, <laughs> I was say. And, so in 1963. Uh, Claus violates this
1: because Good it is him. his
0: industry. He owns this. But like pop off, uh, and he gets in a heap of trouble, and this pretty much ends his career. Oh. That the update of the postal code, and then when he violates it, it, it he kind of just has to shut it down, or he'll go to jail. Pretty That's much fucked up. Uh, Betty is also really shaken up about, uh, you know, this. It's also. She was shaken up about the boy who died like yeah. it was She's a good person yeah she was just trying to make a living and couldn't follow her dreams but found modeling like yeah. nothing wrong with that <laughs> like she was just doing something close to like she wanted to be a famous actress so she be she couldn't do that so she became a famous model like was just trying to make it in the world escape her past of like financial instability mm-hmm. and then kind of at the height of her popularity at the uh, we've skipped a lot of it but she's become very famous at right. this point in a lot of shoots and tons of magazines uh famous pictures of her are, are known all around the world like is a very popular yeah model at this point and so she's very shaken by this like the person her 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 agent pretty much landing her a lot of this his and who's paying her yeah Is um went out of business she's shaken up because of all the threats she's gone and how much she's been attacked in media recently she's shaken up about the boy who died because it right. was in a, a pose reflecting that, yeah. something she did so it kind of just it's really upsetting to her and she she kind of quickly when the, the postal code update she stops working with clause he didn't violate it with her Okay. so she was kind of out of it when it was violated but she's she doesn't have anywhere to go at this she's like run down confused and she just kind of fades out of the scene
1: that's so sad
0: quietly she stays out of the light she also doesn't she doesn't want to be the center of attention under like that fight
1: mm-hmm.
0: she she knows that if she gets back into modeling she's just gonna hear a lot of that again and again and right it's it, it won't go back to the way it was before this like huge debacle started so she just kind of Fades out of the, the the Hollywood light and goes to live a normal life. Right, <laughs> we're gonna get into when that stops, and <laughs> she she kind of starts going to church to like maybe find some guidance in Jesus <laughs> about what had all gone, what had happened. because she, she was very shaken up about what happened. And specifically, she attends a church service on New Year's in 1958. Okay. And this is in Key West. She li- regularly visited Key West on vacations. And she, she, while in Florida, marries a man named Armand Waltston. Uh, but they get a divorce five years later, so it's not the, the longest marriage. But they, she meets him here at the church yeah. service. They, they get along because of that. After the divorce she she tries to become a missionary in Africa. Oh, so like shit. has like found herself in the religious zeal and but she was sadly rejected because she had two divorces. That's dumb. Yeah, that's the reason why she was rejected. Because Not she, the career of porn. No. Or bondage or anything like right, that. Right.
1: Like don't get me wrong that she shouldn't have been rejected for that either. She, yeah, no,
0: that But, but you're
1: going to choose divorce. One of the two and you're going to choose the fact that she's had two divorces.
0: Yeah. Both of both things. The career and the divorces are perfectly fine. No, literally. Also, disclaimer. <laughs> porn and bondage, you Do know. Your porn. If you Make are a model, money. go for it. Only, yeah. Only
1: fans. Yes. Pop-pop. Do it.
0: Make some money. <laughs> divorces, if you don't like him no more, divorce him. Like <laughs> um say like yeah. So, but it it kind of goes back to the I just felt it was sad because it was like the the acting stuff all over again. Mm-hmm. She was so into it and like put her, she studied acting and then was shut down because of her accent. And then was studied this religious stuff and got so moved by it that she wanted to become a missionary for other right. people and then it was just shut down because of which is terrible. Falling out of love. Okay. So things just kind of keep Going wrong for Betty, but nothing nothing crazy. Uh, she remarries her first husband again, Aww. but then gets divorced a few months after. Like, tries to tries to rekindle things, but it just doesn't go well. Um, in 1974, Betty is still in Florida and was at a ministry retreat in Bible Town. Uh, uh, <laughs> so, okay. like, again, still in the religion stuff, but just kind of sad. Everything's going wrong. Can't become a minister. Kind of, her, her modeling career ended on a sour note, and at this point is just kind of lost. Um, and this is where stuff starts getting a little crazy. <laughs> All of a sudden, police are alerted because Betty is running through a motel, waving a twenty-two caliber pistol, and screaming stuff about the retribution of God. So it kind of just loses it. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> know anything about this. Yeah. Oh, trust me, it gets so oh much worse. Oh, my God. Um, so she doesn't hurt anybody. She's just kind of very obviously upset mm-hmm. and like talking about how god is going to come for all of us <gasps> and like his, oh shit. all the evils of the world um she is let go and she stays with her ex-husband so the the second husband uh-huh. not this Not the first guy that she remarries and then divorces again. (laughs) The The second husband. Cool. Named Armand. Okay. Uh, She, a month later at dinner with Armand, the ex-husband, and his two kids, the ex-husband has to call the police because she is holding up a knife and forcing the three others of the family to pray before this picture of Jesus she has, like, threatening them at the table.
1: I... Feel so bad for this woman. <laughs> like I know I shouldn't, but it definitely feels like she was just driven to a point where, like, she tried she so snapped. hard,
0: and like, yeah. I, 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 I watched. Oh, credit where credits due. I watched Bailey Bailey Sarian's video okay. on parts of this. So, um, she talks about in the video that it's like. You 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 can argue both ways. You want to feel bad for her, and you want to just like you also want to feel bad for the other people involved. Oh yeah, but for it's sure. like it's it's like she was a victim in her own Mm -hmm. like just she everything in her life she worked very hard was very successful in school and stuff but then got into the real world and it just threw her back down and she had a very rough upbringing so to like start going you know being on the up and up
1: and then
0: being having your dream career taken away from you finding something else and then being made a monster out of it and then you can't you feel like you can repent through religion, but then you're blocked out of doing that. It's like it just everything went awry, and it it sucks. But more crazy stuff is oh, okay. coming. Uh, <laughs> but this there's also a weird thing is like it was just covered up. You 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 never hear about no. like it. It's because she faded out of the the holly. Nobody cared about her anymore. Yeah. Which is another like just it's so weird mm-hmm. that Betty Page is still. All over. You see pictures of her all over still, and was a model in the '50s. She's still crazy famous, Mm -hmm. Um, and most people don't know about this second half of the story. The movie I watched
1: because I had to watch the movie for my genders and sexualities class, and it was talking about like the porn industry and its early and whatever. Um, The movie ended with her finding God and like passing out flyers in a park.
0: Like, it just completely ignored the fact that she... She couldn't do it. Like, she, she couldn't become a minister. No, she, Yeah.
1: That's so fucked up.
0: Um, like, a lot of that, a lot of people, if you talk about Betty Page, will have no clue mm-hmm. about any of this second half to the story. And it is real. And it does happen. I promise I looked <laughs> it up. I promise I didn't just make this stuff up about Betty Page. But anyway, back to the Jesus portrait. <laughs> there is a direct quote. Back to quote. Jesus. Uh, she said... This is a quote. If you take your eyes off of him, I'll cut your guts out. End <gasps> quote. So, like, this is a little bit more threat stuff. The yeah, The first that thing. That was a threat. She, she was running around like, God is going to, you know, save us. Like, I don't know. Just spewing religious stuff. Now it's like threatened. Like, you better pray to Jesus or <laughs> you're going to get cut. Um,
1: <laughs> you better pray to Jesus. <laughs> Episode alternately titled, You Better Pray to Jesus or You're Gonna Get
0: Cut. Heard it here first, straight from the mouth of Betty Page. Oh my, you better pray to Jesus or you're gonna get cut. So, police come because that is not allowed. You can't do that. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) She gets uh, charged with disrupting the peace for for this incident. Okay. I mean,
1: I guess. She didn't yeah, do anything.
0: Like, yeah. She, it came off as a threat, but she was just going crazy. So they just the piece. Or, yeah. And um, so with this charge, she's put in a state hospital for four months. Uh, okay. And Good. police noted her when, when they got there, she seemed mentally unwell. But, like, they, of course, can't diagnose anything. Yeah. But in the, the hospital, she's diagnosed with paranoid schizophrenia at oh. this point. Um, after the four months, her ex-husband picks her back up and and lets and she stays with them again because he's, he's kind of like she went to, you know, she went and got help, you mm-hmm. know, I'm not gonna just kick her to the curb. Um, she's sick. yeah, in October 1972, police are called on her again because Betty was like, rampaging through the house, destroying the home, trashing, throwing stuff off the wall, throwing stuff at people, ripping up books, what the fuck? breaking things, like punching the walls, tearing stuff off the walls and just like losing her mind. Um, uh, so, eventually the police are able to get her into the back of the cop car like force her in and they leave her there in the cop car okay and they go back inside to question the family before they leave they want to get statements just like figure out what she was doing if she was saying anything this doesn't feel good no (laughs) it shouldn't um (laughs) is this is she about to pull a lilo and stitch no she doesn't
1: (laughs) take the car (laughs) <laughs> the way you said that off, I was like, oh, when Cobra Bubbles goes back in
0: to talk to the family and Leela runs into the woods. I thought that. I was reading this, like, she's about to steal a car. No,
1: literally. I was like, she's going to steal her. She's going to get Spoiler alert. Out.
0: She doesn't steal the car. Um, so they go back in and they just talk to the family. They don't find anything super substantial. Just mm-hmm. like she just, you know, started having a – got angry, started having yeah. a fit. just started – yelling about stuff and was obviously something was up mentally and so they go back to the car to talk they hope betty has calmed down some and they want to question her a little if they can uh to see what was going on and they find betty naked what and using a a coat hanger to to pleasure herself oh my god Where they didn't even realize she had the coat hanger but she had somehow like held on to it when they forced her into the car and she is handcuffed but somehow manages to get undressed in the back of the cop car um, and that's how they find her
1: yeah um I have (laughs) can I help you so many questions
0: yeah so the charges she would have faced, which at this point were assault and battery and disorderly conduct, um, were were dropped because she she committed herself back into the hospital. Okay. So they didn't want to like make her serve jail time for it because she knew she needed help, and they they saw that she needed help. She admitted to it and commits herself, and mm-hmm. she's in there for another six months. Now in in 1979, uh, she she decides to move back to Los Angeles by herself. She's not with the ex-husband mm-hmm. anymore. And she she rents a trailer to stay in when she returns, just because it was cheap living, mm-hmm. uh, just easy to get. And there was an older couple, couple in the trailer next door, and they were the ones renting the trailer to her. So they owned both trailers and were renting one of them out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And... Betty is soon kicked out, though, <laughs> because she attacks the 77-year-old oh man God. of the couple that was renting the trailer mm-hmm. to her. Um, he says it was completely unprovoked and that she just started screaming religious nonsense while yielding a knife. The the he winds up knocking her out with a wrench <gasps> for for he felt his safety yeah, was his threatened safety. Yeah. and his wife because his wife was also home at the time she just wasn't outside, so he said like I did what I had to do to protect yeah. myself kind of thing. She was charged with assault because of this. Oh my god! Um, but Betty. it was dropped for a reason of insanity. Betty. Um. She is. She is put into the hospital again for the next year. Okay. Good. Not the next year. Within the next year, excuse oh. me. So, not a year, but for a couple of months within the next year. Okay. After some, like, of the trial goes through. Um, it's seven months later, so half a year. Okay, yeah. A little over half a year. Um, so, now, 1972. Um, yeah. She is just, she's struggling. She was kicked out of many, poli- I think that's 82. Because... The, the last date was 79. So 1982. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I had to check that because I was like, we definitely passed that point <laughs> on the, the scale. Yeah, it's 1982. She, she's struggling. She was kicked out of places all over. She can't find anywhere. She's still in L.A., but she's just kind of jumping from place to place. Um, She's kicked out over arguments and sometimes even more, like, minor assaults, nothing crazy within these few. And then she eventually finds herself in this place in Santa Monica. Okay. Uh, Just, like, an apartment, uh, a complex, just nothing crazy, just, Mm -hmm. just somewhere to stay. And one night at this complex, she breaks into her landlord's room.
1: Oh, my God. She straddles
0: her on the bed and shakes the lady awake. The older lady wakes up to the sight of Betty over her, which has to be terrifying. Um, Oh, yeah. (laughs) With a foot-long bread knife (gasps) saying, God has inspired me to kill you. (gasps) So, Betty then sliced a smile onto this lady's face and then proceeds to stab her four times in the chest and eight times in the hand, cutting off a finger. Betty is caught because of all the commotion and she's brought... Uh, you know, she's apprehended. The lady lives. The okay. lady is lives out. Oh, she's she's rushed to the God. hospital and survives. Um Betty is brought to court and <laughs> she initially pleads just not guilty for it and then switches to not guilty by reason of insanity. Right. Um like I said, the lady lives. Thank <laughs> like God. It, it's all good, but it's not all good. Well that's no some trauma. But like she the fact that she survived that? Yeah. I I, I At what point was it her. better to die. <laughs> no, no. No, like
1: I know yeah, we you don't I for th- the
0: philosophy, but like at what time would it the medical complications might have been?
1: And like you're going to have that I I, scar I had on a lot of
0: for the rest of your life most sources there's also Bailey Sarian talks about this most sources say she lived but I did find one source and Bailey also had talked about she, that there is some like some people think she died like there might be a conspiracy around this but there's just not a lot of information on the lady I but want more most, she wasn't. she wasn't being charged with murder or anything so that points that the lady lived and it was just assault battery breaking and entering and stuff like that and the most sources say she lived but for some reason there's this like weird gray area revolved around that i wonder if she died like
1: after the trial or something maybe like complications
0: i couldn't find anything like that but i'd be interested to to do a little bit more
1: stabbed it might have been like like if it wasn't in like her heart it might have been like organ damage that manifested later
0: that's true yeah or internal bleeding or something um she uh, she doesn't go to jail for this, but she is sentenced to now eight and a half years in the state hospital. Good. So, like, really actually kind of trying to help her and not just a couple months at a time and then releasing her when she says she's ready. <gasps> like, actually try to get her stable because, obviously, the last five attempts to do it haven't worked. Yeah. And they were just kind of, like, just – they weren't paying attention to it. She got away with it because she was a star that faded yeah. out of the light and nobody, like, really – Kept up with the fact that she was in and out of the the hospital, obviously needing some help. Yeah, shown by like random aggressive spits or episodes and stuff like that. And they diagnosed her with something, but then just kind of let her back out. Didn't right. give her the help she needed to to overcome that. Right. Um. Um. In 1992, she's released from the hospital, and this time she she comes back into like a resurgence of fame. Uh, there was a re-release of some of her old photos because mm-hmm. Playboy's coming up on its 50th anniversary. Okay, so she's kind like the love for Betty Page is kind of rekindled. So when she she is older at the time, mm-hmm. so like, but just kind of. It's like finally something happy and good yeah. is happening to her. And she even winds up doing an interview and was f- photographed, which in her later life, she kind of always refused. She wouldn't take pictures with mm-hmm. people and wouldn't do photo shoots just because of all the debacle with the modeling stuff. Yeah. And then just getting older, wanted to like exist as this, this model of Betty yeah. Page. And so she let Playboy... Uh, Take a picture with her and some of the younger models for the 50th anniversary, which is in 2003. And it's it's the her. Playboy's 50th anniversary was in 2003. I
1: think so. That's what I got.
0: That's insane. Unless I
1: misread my research. No, I believe you. I definitely thought Playboy. It, may, it was makes, ancient <laughs> no right or like i don't know there's this space in my brain maybe where playboy would, is both omnipotent <laughs> yeah and playboy has always like, existed started
0: last year <laughs> like hold on it is for all of time and none of the time you can keep talking i'm just looking um well now i'm curious i just want to see it it also could have been like a 50 50th anniversary of betty page but i believe it was of playboy um, I definitely just found her mugshot.
1: <laughs>
0: Where is the...
1: God, she's so pretty.
0: I might have it pulled up, actually. Oh, I, I think I have it. I know it's in this article, because I used this article. Here. I want to see it. Yeah, Betty attend the 50th Anniversary Gala. For, for, it was at the, the Playboy Mansion.
1: Oh. She's so pretty. So she does, old. like,
0: interviews about, like, being kind of at the beginning of this this famous magazine, like, in mm-hmm. early photo shoots in the Christmas edition, so, like, early on into her modeling career, and kind of, like, how she sparked the, the pin-up girl. Like, when you think Crazy. of Playboy, you think of betty page like like you 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 see that kind of style and she's the one that kind of sparks that style also fun fact she made a lot of the outfits in some of her earlier photo shoots like some of the swimsuits she's in she sewed that um so she's talented (laughs) and so like really kind of brought it was celebrated right after she's released at this time, and for the 50th anniversary, it's like a celebration of her and what she did and what mm-hmm. her her work culminated into. So it was like finally released into something nice. Good. Um, she she goes on without anything else happening. The the nothing crazy at least lives a normal life, stays out of the spotlight, kind of um, again keeps with the no photography stuff going on, but kind of just isn't dealing with the past anymore. Yeah, and. Uh, but sadly, she passed away in two thousand eight from a heart attack while also suffering from pneumonia at the age of eighty five. Oh, but she, she d- lived d- eighty five. Yeah, which is pretty impressive. But I was glad that she got that nice, like, happy ending. Yeah. Um, which is like, it's so weird that I feel like so much pity for her. Yeah, she did a lot of crazy she stuff.
1: Traumatized.
0: Yeah, and like, was couldn't get the help she needed. No. Um, and, like. But Being sexualized for so long, yeah. Also, like, probably wasn't good for her psyche. Especially trying to get into the early Hollywood and I mean, people trying to like pull stuff on her, like. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then she was molested when she was a kid. Yeah, like that's no. not. That's a, like it's so she went. She fought her way. It, like yeah. made a career for herself one way or the other. Like was gonna do something. Yeah. Um, she's like, this doesn't work. Cool, I'm moving to this. This doesn't work. I'm moving to this. Cool. And then it just kind of like. It, it just got to her at some point. Yeah. And then get the help to, to deal with that. So it, it manifested in some intense and not good ways. That's some dark
1: shit. Definitely
0: doesn't justify what she did. Oh, no, 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 no. But it, it's an explanation. We've said that before. It's oh, said yeah. that it doesn't justify, but it's it explains. It's not an excuse. It's an explanation. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's one of – it's so weird because I read this and I was like, this is made up. I've heard uh-huh. about Betty Page my whole life. Right. How have I never heard – I, like, I'm – all we talked about growing up was true crime and stuff it's like one of the people we hear about so much Mm -hmm. you see pictures of her all the time and you'd not know that she's part of that world right um
1: it is because everybody wants to focus on the the the
0: modeling part
1: the modeling and the playboy
0: because she is
1: gorgeous dude i'm playboy (laughs) is old but also not not as old
0: as i thought i thought the greeks made playboy man
1: this video is alternately alternately (laughs) titled playboy is omnipotent oh yeah i can't
0: but yeah, that is the the story of the second half of Betty Page's life that everyone Thank leaves out. Thank you for um, enlightening me. Now every time you look at a picture of Betty Page, I'm you will think, "Wow, think she
1: stabbed someone and carved a, a smile, smile onto their face." Crazy man! Whoa, what's that called? I don't know. It's it has a name when a smile is cut because it to to make the natural line of your mouth bigger. There's a name for it. It's
0: most famous because
1: of the Joker.
0: I didn't know it had a name. I just called it yeah. a Joker smile. It has a name. Hold on, I'll Google it. A little bit more googling. Do 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 do
1: A Glasgow smile. Uh, yep. Okay. Um, it's also sometimes called the Chelsea smile or the Chelsea grin. Cool. Yeah
0: i i'm glad t- i know that now it's um well betty page did that to someone it has its own like history we'll have to go into that that'd be a fun episode to just talk about the glasgow smile and where ha- like where it's appeared yeah that's cool the yeah. joker the joker the joker again Dude. Joker some more
1: <laughs> the new joker movie the one that just came out not too long ago so good it was I wish they wouldn't have ended it that way, though. Yeah. I have the same qualms with it every time, but, like, I understand why. Because, like, you couldn't... You you can't end with the bad guy winning. Yeah. Even if the bad guy is the main character. Yeah. Because, like, in the original versions, it ended with, like, him on the car. But they were like, no, 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 no. Disclaimer, he was crazy the whole time.
0: Yeah. Damn. but we talked about some crazy stuff
1: yeah we didn't go on that many tangents this episode either i we both had like long concise stories
0: oh yeah they were both long we did have some tangents <laughs> right
1: but i'm kind of proud of us
0: That was pretty that was pretty fire that episode um,
1: i just ended edited 15 half of it is tangents i
0: i oh, thought wait. this one wasn't gonna be long enough but then i started finding more of the like other like the stuff she had done early in the, the crazy part mm-hmm. of the story um and then i watched bailey syrian's video after i'd kind of done my initial research and it added a, a lot more mm-hmm. so i that's why like i started telling you about it and i was like no i think i could pull enough together yeah. to do it on the pot because at first i thought it, it wasn't gonna be long enough right um because i kind of had the main that that last one yeah. when, uh, where she attacks the landlady um it was a pretty comfortable length. I'd yeah, say. so I I, I kept was kept me gl- interested. I was glad to, to get a little bit more to make it long enough. Mm-hmm. I I also added a lot of history too yeah. with Betty Page though. But
1: like I feel like that's also just interesting in general. Yeah, like it's Betty just Page fun. is an interesting person. Yeah,
0: it it like. And without explaining the history, it, it it just makes it look like she snaps at some You're point. Right. But it kind of it kind of shows you what she faced throughout life. So yeah. I felt like it was it was still build up there. it was long, she but was it was important to the story. So, and yeah. we learned where prisons come from today.
1: Yeah, we did. <laughs> we learned about the origin of the
0: the modern day the prison. Modern
1: day prison.
0: I'm a sucker for the game Prison Architect. I know you are, too. I'm just sharing that with the podcast mm. people.
1: I am so fucking good at that
0: game. Oh, I've... Be- I've <laughs> oh, my gosh. I can make the, the best prisons. I've played that game for, like, eight years now. I and I still, like, every time I turn on my computer, I'm like, maybe I'm going to play some Prison Architect today. <laughs>
1: my favorite. Like, it's some
0: new shiny game.
1: It, because it is because every time it's different when you reach the point where you can walk away from your computer and come back a billionaire oh like, yeah you know you've succeeded you
0: know you're playing right right you're just a god tier at building prisons
1: i've never once built. get that reform
0: rate up I've get them all to school
1: t- <laughs> no literally i've tried though so many times i'm like every time i sit down i'm like this is the day i'm gonna build a maximum security prison Everybody's going to be in solitary confinement all the time. I'm just... I just want to see if I can do it. And I always end up giving them animal therapy. I know. I always...
0: I always, like... I'm going to put them in class and they have visitation all the time.
1: They get free time and jobs. They have
0: the best community room money can buy them.
1: Recently, I've also... um, I build tiny prisons in big prisons...
0: I do that too for like um, for like uh insane inmates yeah. and stuff. I like just make them their own prison do in the prison. Do you have the
1: the criminally insane like mod, not mod DLC yeah. yet? Mm-hmm. Dude, that one combined with the going green, I build them their own prison and then it's just flower therapy like all day every day. <laughs> These bitches are Thriving. <laughs> yeah,
0: they don't need to. Roses. G- <laughs> 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 I need to get the newer do- DLCs.
1: The newest
0: one. I don't have the two newest. The the um, the the going green and then the like animal therapy one.
1: The animal therapy one. It adds. I think I've told. We've talked about this before. It adds animal therapy and um, it adds like scared straight classes, where like other inmates like, reformed inmates can come back and talk to, like, low security prisoners. And kind of, like, talk them out of the lifestyle. And then it also adds... Talk about their reform.
0: That's so cool. It
1: also adds bakeries and restaurants that your prisons can operate and run and interact with, like, a customer base. That's fun. It also added... More ways
0: to make me a billionaire, also. Something else, but I don't remember.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Because I, in the early days of Prison Architect, I remember, like, trying to figure out how to make money and i was like oh more prisoners equal more money and then the other way was like making license plates and shit Mm -hmm. i was like this doesn't feel financially like it makes sense like i i can make like 20 license plates in an hour each of them are gonna sell for whatever amount but i it costs so much money to get the machine yeah i was like that." it doesn't, doesn't hold up
0: yeah i kind of i've done it a couple of times where i've made big workshops and yeah. done that but it just like is never worth it no you could sell lumber which yeah. they use the lumber and the metal and stuff in just do a forestry you can do yeah. forestry and stuff like that and it, it like works out to be much better because mm-hmm. you don't have to buy anything to do forest well they buy the seeds yeah but they're cheap it's tree seeds so like i always just stick with that now yeah. and like because even if your prisoners, like, don't finish up, your your gardeners can also work on that one. Mm-hmm. Nobody else will start working on the license plate, but the gardeners will do it after yep. the prisoners stop working. Um.
1: Recently, I've also started, with
0: Going Green,
1: you can sell produce and stuff. While also, like, it's fun because it, it ups the quality of your meals, too, where you can use fresh produce and fresh grains and stuff in your prison meals. Oh. Um, but you can also sell it. That's fun. I also... This is a
0: Prison Architect episode. Oh, this is
1: a... I love Prison Architect, and I'm so fucking good at that game. Uh, my inmates, always happy.
0: I know, So I restart it just because nothing's happening. No, right. Like, my prison's just too good.
1: It's just too good. It's self-sufficient.
0: I need, like, um, the gangs trying to murder me specifically.
1: Recently, I've been experimenting more with that stuff. Like, having informants and... Yeah. ...dealing with, like, where contraband is coming in how to stop it like where the gangs are starting and like
0: what well like because gangs can start taking over rooms too like it'll be gang territory
1: certain yards yeah Um. so like dealing with that and also with informants um you can have inmates who are like on a hit list like inmates who were who have snitched on other inmates or cop killers or things like that where they can um be targeted by other inmates and you know you get a grant for every day that your prison is without incident and if those prisoners come in they're immediately killed and like it's um it's protective custody yeah inmates. so now I have like a big system where it's like my in my prison my normal prison my small criminally insane prison my small <laughs> secured protected prison for my um, protective custody inmates they and have a, their own mail I usually do a,
0: a, the max security, like the super mm-hmm. max ones, because they will just start murdering on site. Yeah. So I kind of, like, <laughs> I give them their own little area where they can have a little bit more of their own space yeah. and not go crazy and kill everybody.
1: I think I'm going to have to make it, like, so I manual because, you know, you can go through and change it. I'm going to have to manually start getting those kinds of prisoners because I never get legendary or super max. You,
0: could, you can turn it up, I yeah. do know. So –
1: I usually just leave it at the defaults and take in mostly like min and max or minimum and what's that what's the one below that they wear gray
0: I thought it was medium and minimum maybe M- minimum 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 <laughs> I can't say it minimum medium and then max maybe I think it's how it goes and then
1: above that's death row hmm And then there's also Criminally Insane, Protective Custody. And, like... Now you can change those colors, too. <gasps> That's fun. Yeah, you can change the colors. So, all, like, all of my um, Protective Custodies wear pink. <laughs> like, but... Pink um, for
0: Protective Custody. <laughs> no, like,
1: literally, like, I am such a good warden. Fuck them for trying to run away. <laughs> I keep you so happy. <laughs> so healthy everyone gets parole like
0: <laughs> y'all are paid to work here y'all
1: are paid fed i don't see the problem <laughs> i've also recently started uh, i want conflict though like i want gang warfare fight like give me something to do
0: that's uh, so why i always try to like keep building so there's like newer parts of the prison that prison that are like just not as Advanced security yeah. wise, so then there's like always stuff happening up there, but the rest of the prison's kind of, like so. If it goes really bad, I still have the rest of the prison mm. to be proud of.
1: Do you have do you usually separate your prisoners by security?
0: I didn't used to, but I've started to more recently. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's usually it's like the three we've talked about, and then trying to in cell blocks keep. On this half the cell block, it's minimum security. On this half the cell block, it's the medium. So it's not like different buildings for them, but just kind of like keeping Mm them just organized, which is a bad way to put it. But like that way, I can put minimum securities in dorms and maximum. I never
1: build dorms. I,
0: I like. I'll make them – sometimes I'll make them a little bigger. Sometimes I keep them the same and just have minimum security, have more free time Yeah. Um, to make up for it. But that way I can have more prisoners in a, a smaller amount of space. But then I make sure that's only minimum security in that part of the cell block. Yeah. And then medium – sometimes I'll do dormitory. It depends on what game. Yeah. But um, usually for everyone else, I have they, – they have their own cell yeah. kind of thing just to help with the – prisoners getting agitated by other people because minimum security yeah, I, don't care they vibe and then they'll have more free time anyway so
1: follow-up question have you ever successfully built a women's prison
0: i mine f- i just get bored of them
1: mine fail Al- almost constantly
0: that's so weird
1: like i don't know what it is about sp- the women <laughs> um but like the like the family rooms and then the It's so complicated because it's, like, essentially with the family rooms and stuff, it's, like, every prisoner needs two cells. Yeah. It's, like, there's – I don't have space for this. The fact that they can bring their babies into jail is a lot for me.
0: (laughs) I always think – I always pretend that the babies are the one that committed the crime.
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs) I'm always, (laughs) like, oh. they're just here to be supervised? Yeah,
0: the moms are here because they have to supervise the bank robbery baby.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That was Slick (laughs) Willie. Yeah. He dug the tunnel to get out of –
0: as it a all baby. It comes
1: full circle. <laughs> he started his crime. Okay, we got to This has been a prison architect episode. <laughs> no, talk about prison architect for a second. Um, we should probably wrap up. No, for sure. So we can keep talking about prison architect. <laughs> so we can
0: go home and play prison architect.
1: And read Homestuck and make pasta.
0: Oh, I'm excited for the pasta. I'm so hungry, yeah, dude.
1: I'm about to make food. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening. I
0: and hope you enjoyed this episode because I really did.
1: If you play prison architect
0: play Um, with us on discord let's compare prisons yeah i was
1: gonna say start please flood our discord with screenshots of your prison because i need design inspiration
0: um or if you're new to the game let us critique you because we are legends oh god (laughs) legends
1: let (laughs) us have a talk about prison architect make it in the discord when this episode drops i'm going to go into discord and be like y'all know (laughs) <laughs> it was on today's episode You know what we're talking about <laughs> Alright did you come ready for the book club meeting Also because DM me your Minecraft usernames <laughs> And I will I meant to check yesterday
0: See if anyone like I yeah. knew Because I was like my friends might just, <laughs> <laughs> just <the same laughs> Instead time. of texting me you said I'm trying to play
1: Prison Architect With um Oh what was the name of the guy we talked with In the discord <gasps>
0: Oh, and he was cool and like a god. whimsical. He was like the god. He of
1: played th- along with us. S- so that was much. wonderful. Who? What? Um,
0: oh my god! Also, what is his name? I can pull up this Jake,
1: one. Jake. Gotta add Jake.
0: Oh yeah, the guy with the he left a good review. Yeah, I, I personally messaged him yeah. <laughs> again. I was like, hey, thanks. <laughs> um,
1: we gotta just get the squad on Minecraft. Aaron. Aaron does not play video games actively, but I bet. I could get her onto a Minecraft realm if we told her ghost stories.
0: Um, All it I'm was, saying. It was, what the heck is their name? Smile, but the the I is an exclamation mark. And Ooh, the E edgy. is a three. Oh, Terezi,
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um we're gonna wrap up but seriously we're trying to be more active in the discord
0: oh and other
1: other social medias too oh yeah we're morbid and mundane on everything
0: so we haven't said in the last couple episodes i'm going to say please if you're new here go follow Mm -hmm. us on instagram or tiktok and stuff i we have stuff over there
1: yeah leave us itunes reviews we do read
0: them and they really help us out too
1: and we how many episodes have we regularly mentioned jake sort of like that was the nicest thing oh, yeah. that someone has ever said to me
0: yeah i know those that they help our our self-esteem as Literally. well as our like analytics <laughs> and stuff it gets us it gets us to, to like a hopefully a bigger audience right. so we can have more people to talk about our weird interest no yeah with.
1: we're gonna also update eventually we the the drive with all the pictures and stuff on it, um, we I know, know it is like backed up. We know it's backed up, but I're working gonna, on it. <laughs> I'm gonna s- get it situated so that we can um, I'm also gonna reorganize it because I think doing folders of individual episodes is kind of dumb. So I think what I'm gonna do now is just a default Google Drive link with that separate email so they can just comb through the drive and it'll be like episodes one through ten episode 11 through 20 and And they have folders folders in those okay um so that doesn't get too backed up um and it'll be easier to navigate that we're that's it send me your minecraft (laughs) name uh screenshots of prison architect where it didn't happen um yeah yeah come play games with us and hang out and listen to the podcast follow us on everything thank you good night bye bye